Hey guys, welcome back to the Anime Collector and welcome back to the OCA podcast uh, with myself and my co-host Anjo Buagi, uh, who is here this time. Probably one of you, uh, Reese, was kind enough to alert me that I started the podcast an hour early because as you can tell, I'm not in my normal place. I'm in California and the time change threw me off because Arizona, where I live, does not observe daylight savings time. So I double calculated that and we ended up starting at eight <laughs> and had like a, I don't know, like a minute and a half long podcast with Reese. <laughs> anyway, um, so. Um, uh, at least I'm one working. bit of the. Sorry. At least one bit of your setting didn't change. What's that? Yeah, like the glowing corner. The glowing corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I have, uh, I'm in California right now because I'm working a job um, that very inconveniently starts tomorrow <laughs> so i have to get up at 5 30 so this is we're gonna um we're gonna streamline this podcast so uh without really waiting for people to funnel in wow wow reese is already uh yeah that mecca guy's here too yep. uh you guys are already in the <laughs> you guys are already uh in the chat going crazy anyway um hey, so pool doors are open it's time to play pool yeah. Um, so the, as we sort of gave a name to it last podcast, we're going to start by sort of um, jumping onto some topics of discussion, and then we're going to go through pickups, although I, we might actually skip pickups today because um, obvious reasons. So um, I will disappear and be back soon. <laughs> first and foremost, okay. I'm gonna, okay. First and foremost, I want to talk about YouTube's um, policy changes. Uh, so I've already made a video about this. You guys have probably seen it. Um, I'm just going to clarify that things are looking very much like it's not going to matter uh, in terms of the live stream. Like it looks like we aren't going to lose that feature. Um, YouTube, I specifically saw YouTube respond to somebody on Twitter uh, who is very upset about the situation. And they went out of their way in the... Uh, well, first of all, they completely lied <laughs> in their response and said that YouTube doesn't favor videos that are um, monetized, which is completely untrue. Anybody who has analytics knows that that's the case. Um, but uh, then they, they went on to say that uh, live streaming wouldn't be effective uh, as well as other things like custom thumbnails. So seems like it's not going to be a problem. Although I will say that I'm still, first of all, holy crap, thank you guys for actually... Um, subscribing and putting out your friends and using your alt accounts and stuff. Cause we gained probably um, at least 70, it feels like I I'm not sure, but we've really gotten up there a lot more than I expected to um, from that sort of video that I put out. But uh, I still need to get, I think uh, at this time, 95, no, 85, 85 more to, to get to a thousand. And I still uh, am going to do the best I can to get there because what it'll do for me is it'll automatically keep me in the partner program. Whereas if I get pulled out of the partner program, because I get to that date and I haven't met the threshold of a thousand subscribers, cause I've already got the 4,000 hours worth of watch time. I don't need to worry about that. But if I get there and I don't have that thousand subscribers, then um, I'll get pulled out of the partner program. And then theoretically let's say that the day after that, I meet that thousand subscriber threshold i don't get back in right away they have to manually review my channel 
and determine that I'm advertiser friendly and all that stuff. So uh, what I can do um, if I do get to a thousand subscribers is bypass that process and just automatically be back in or stay in rather. So I'm going to do my best there. Uh, so I wanted to talk about that. And then I've also something else I just want to mention because there's only about an hour left to do this. Um, I wanted to bring up that right now the uh, right stuff has a irresponsible Captain Tyler sale going on right now for the next 55 minutes. Um, so what they're doing here is they're selling uh, the remastered uh, DVD series um, for like what ten dollars less almost i mean that's basically <laughs> it doesn't seem like a terribly good deal um or i guess maybe if you add let me guess yes you gotta add uh this promo code it probably will then save 60 percent off rather than just 10 bucks here um so yeah so if you guys wanted to get that uh to be honest i didn't think this show was phenomenal um i don't know worth seeing well, maybe, but i didn't think it was phenomenal uh anyway so wow, you're you're the first one to give it say that's just mediocre. I don't I don't I'm just saying it's not phenomenal. I didn't say it was mediocre. I'm just saying it's I think that everybody else talks it up like it's one of the best shows out there. And I'm not saying that it's like middle of the road, but I just don't think it's phenomenal like a lot of people sort of call it out to be. Um I mean, just look at Justy Uecky Tyler. His name should be of gods. Just get rid of that Tyler part. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so next topic of discussion before we go into pickups or if we even do pickups, uh, Augie actually picked this one up uh, specifically, I think, because he thought I would enjoy talking about this. Polygon Pictures sets up company to develop uh, CG models using Unreal Engine. So just for the record, um, actually, I, I, I'll, I will just read it because I'm sure they're going to say what I'm about to say. Uh, 3D CG anime studio Polygon Pictures announced on Wednesday that its principal shareholder, Polygon Pictures Holdings, established a new company named Element Factory on January 4th to develop CG models using Unreal Engine 4. Polygon Pictures Holdings established Elementary Factory Pardon, Element Factory, in collaboration with Historia, a company established 2013 that specializes in developing game content using UE4, which is obviously on Unreal Engine 4. Polygon Pictures noted that the company will combine uh, the knowledge of both Polygon Pictures and Historia, obviously. Element Factory aims to develop next-generation 3D CG models, which are planned for use in anime games, virtual reality projects, and events. Polygon Pictures and Japanese publisher Kodansha previously established a new joint venture company called Kodansha VR Lab last October. The new company will create VR and AR, which stands for Augmented Reality. Uh, that's what um, Pokemon Go is, for example. Uh, so VR and AR content, such as videos, games, and other digital content, Kodansha VR Lab, also plans to target its content to a global market. Polygon Pictures is known for anime such as the two Ajin television anime series and film trilogy, The Blame Film, the two Knights of Sidonia television anime series and film, and the ongoing Godzilla Kaiju Wakase film trilogy. Okay, um, so what I have to say about this, first of all, is this actually surprises me only because, uh, first of all, I don't work in game uh, in game design. I mean, I've worked on video games using my skill set, but I don't like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the nitty gritty. Um, building models in you Unreal Engine seems 
I feel like there's I feel like there's something wrong. You don't build models in Unreal Engine. You uh you build them in 3D Studio Max or Autodesk Maya and then you import them. I feel like I I've, I mean I've seen people do I've seen people use assets that exist in Unreal Engine and build out uh, environments and stuff before, but even still when I saw people do that they started for like the path or whatever they're building they started that in maya <laughs> so i don't know i that seems weird this seems like a this seems using... like a weird a weird article and i i was hoping to find out who wrote this because if it was uh canopy i would have asked him to clarify uh it says here yeah so you're saying they might have mirrored it so i guess they mirrored it from this one so it's just like a translation of yeah, what kind of weirds me a little bit is why Unreal Engine? We're I thought we were trying to go away from that now. Unreal Engine's a really powerful um, engine. You mean instead of like Crytek Engine? Yeah. Um, I I think Unreal Engine uh, is a better engine than Crytek long term uh, because Unreal is continually. Uh, I don't want to talk and and sound like I know what I'm talking about when. Um. But I just it seems like it seems like it's not a big deal to to go with Unreal Engine, uh, especially with what um, Polygon Pictures does. Uh, it seems more fitting there, but it's just weird for them to suggest that they're going to be modeling in in that one. So Is anyway, the Godzilla one on Netflix. Doesn't you know, believe I'm the not, others are. Yeah, the others all were. Um, I don't know. Is Godzilla? I think it is actually. This is oh god yeah when I look at it that's got to be what is this one called it's Planet of the Monster I'm almost positive that is on there I just haven't watched it yet. Well, speaking of uh, Godzilla, they might be bringing back Monster Madness from TNT onto another channel, but that's a I saw uh, I saw the title of the video that suggested that uh, James Rolfe was talking about that. So yeah, that is interesting. Um. Kind of this, aside from, uh, I can't remember the name, a few notable hosts, I kind of wish that there was more feature film showings with more curation with it, but not let the curation take over the movie. Yeah. Kind of like with Dinner in the Movie or uh, Mystery Science Theater 3K. Yeah. I'm checking out the chat real quick. All right. Homework is important. Hey, cutie honey 30. Did you get Augie back on his own channel? Yeah, I, it seems it seems to be that you're you're on. I can't we were it seems like he was only banned from that one particular podcast and it automatically went back to normal. Uh Mr. Nice Guys here, I guess his stream ended. Um, yeah, that I'm, it's, I'm in California. So hi, Mr. Nice guy. We should, uh, grab lunch before I go back. Um, when are you going to come to my side of the woods? Uh, I don't know. What's, what's there for me other than, other than you? <laughs> well, there's big Bob Gibson's. <laughs> okay. Zaxby's. You don't have Zaxby's. You have in and out burger, but not Zaxby's. Now there's I'm Mallard water park. Have you ever eaten it in Alberger? Hmm. We don't have one of those here. Yeah, but have you gone and eaten it 
have you gone elsewhere where they do have them? Have you ever had one? If it's not here, I haven't had it. Okay. Okay. Have chicken salad chick. All right. <laughs> Mallard Water Park. What was that the one? Space and Rocket Center from NASA. <laughs> what was the name of that place you took your um your parents for Christmas? What was that thing called? Mellow Mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that before. No, it's an awesome pizza chain. They do like a stone wheat crust. Yeah. That's oh, like, right, right. Yeah, you're telling like me. This mellow theme to the place. Too irresponsible to get a Blu-ray. Sorry, I just want to catch up on this before we move on to the stuff because there's a lot, and I don't want to. I don't want to get bogged down by it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reese says my only exposure to Tyler is when I call right stuff and has Crispin Freeman screaming in character. Yeah. So if you guys have never done it, if you've never called right stuff's customer support, um, their hold message is um, Crispin Freeman either as uh, Tyler. I've only ever gotten Tyler, but supposedly Alucard will also answer the phone. Um, oh yeah, that's so. around uh, October or sometime at night. Oh, okay. So if you do it at different times, okay, that's, that's kind of, it's a, it's a fun thing about their company that that's really good. Um, hold on. AC should make it own audiobooks. Would he make his own? Does my voice sound that different on the. All right. As the new topic of the audiobook that we're about oh, to do. Cause I was reading. Girl, Nuku, Nuku. Yeah. It was cause I was reading the, uh, the article. That's why he was saying that. It happened on December 24th. Forget about Christmas. Who cares about <laughs> presents? The day everyone parties throughout the night. I already know I'm going to, to get my any blessings from the man upstairs. I've treasured on holy ground, you know, Dad. Okay. I'm caught up. So to answer Mr. Nice Guy's question, uh, I'm working CalJam the next two days, so I won't be I won't really be free until Monday anyway. Um, all right, cool. So uh, pickups. Are we doing pickups next time? Okay. You want, I have I pickups. I, can, have I pickups. can verbally say what I got, but but we can That's wait. Not the same, but but uh, speaking of that, going back to uh, Attack of the Super Monsters, right? Ooh, there's one thing I didn't do. Yeah. Which okay, fine. That's that's not interesting. But this guy right here with the with a strange uh, Ultraman Taro being pointed out. Uh-huh. Let's get another who's, glimpse of this. Who's yeah. not in it at all? Not not at all. But. Featured prominently on the disc. <laughs> yeah, featured prominently on the disc. And I think you said this in the last podcast, but I, I don't recall uh, that you oh, can yeah. actually flip out the. Uh, you can use the reverse cover, and it removes the little rating thing we were complaining about. Boom, people! There it is. Yeah. So that's a. I mean, it's funny that they stuck Ultraman Tar all over it, but it's uh, it's a yeah. very nice um, cover for. I mean, there's a reason why you would go out and get the German version is because the cover yeah. is really nice. That's that's exactly why I got the German version. All right, so let's jump into the articles because again, I'm uh, pressed for time because uh, I got I got to get up at five thirty tomorrow. So, 
uh, <laughs> I wrote, this is the first thing I added uh, news-wise. Neko Power Goods are shipping. They are not only shipping, they've arrived. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to show them to you because I don't have them with me. Um, convention news. Uh, I literally put something here just so that this wouldn't be empty. Anime Boston to host Sunrise producer Hideyuki Tomioka and screenwriter Katsuyuki Sumizawa. So go Anime Boston. Got uh, people from Sunrise over there. Live action news. Let's pull these out. Live action Full Metal Alchemist film listed for Netflix premiere on February 19th. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, I guess that's going to be after our next podcast, though. Uh, but uh, it's nice to know that we'll be able to see it on Netflix that early. Anything you want to say about it? That's something I want to go see in the theaters, though. Yeah, same, same here. But uh, at least at least we're getting it, you know? Oh yeah. And I, I definitely can't see it in the theaters cause I got the new baby, but she's wonderful. So, uh, Ken Watanabe joins detective Pikachu's live action film cast. I actually forgot why I, Oh, I, <laughs> I remember now I'm like there's a live action <laughs> detective Pikachu though. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what the mysteries will be like. Are we going to get something like Monk, or are we going to get something like uh, anything with Tom Zellick in it? Yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to say like uh, Detective Conan. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's going to be... I don't know. That's a good question. No, it's probably going to be Monk. It's probably going to be like the... the well, Monk has its moments, you know? <laughs> it has its moments. I kind of... I need to read the novels and see if it concludes or not, but... So, um, what are we looking at? Live action, laughing under the clouds, Phil. Yeah, laughing under the clouds. I had never heard of this before, but I I just sharing the the screenshots here because I think there was an OVA of this released from uh, Anime Works or Media Blasters. Really? You're you're thinking under the eight clouds or whatever that was called. That's Ah, okay. Yeah, there's a. It's called Eight Clouds Rising or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty whatever sure. this, whatever that is, it keeps having like this whole bunch of stage plays of it. But what are you looking <laughs> at now? Uh, so live action Ajin, and I'm I'm sharing this one just because uh, this guy right here is playing the old man who doesn't look anything like I would have expected, but creepily, <laughs> this is the only actor who can pull off the look that the guy has throughout the whole show. <laughs> So I'm actually kind of eager to uh, to see this. So anyway, moving on, I just wanted to kind of throw those out there. Um, streaming news. You want to go over this one, Augie? Yes, after I swallow this brownie. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Toku to air the Ultraman anime series starting on july 29th which is in four days so the picture that we're seeing is from ultraman 2 as they brought it out over here on dvd that's the one with the with the capsule star pin and he goes around smacking people mm-hmm. goes around smacking monsters around which is very strange how similar that release is to uh, attack of the super monsters wow um Getting some very interesting news here on the on the uh, chat. Uh-oh. First of all, 
uh, remember I mentioned about being able to uh, just flip the cover of that German release? Uh, Lishkonsky, Lish, <laughs> I can never say it. Lishkonsky is saying that the save editions by Funny have the reverse covers uh, as well. I didn't, I never knew that. I've never bought one because I hate those green spines. I mean, oh. that's not true. I have bought one. I bought one for use in uh, the bootleg series and then couldn't use it because the, uh, I was trying to buy the one that, that they released of Shangri-La that says product title goes here on the spine. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but I guess they had fixed that by the time I got it. So the one I had didn't have that anyway. Um, but I like uh, save editions. Reese, <laughs> Reese and that mecha guy <laughs> are talking about the, the detective Pikachu and that mecha guy was saying that um because we were talking about the live action movie he's saying that Ryan Reynolds wearing Pikachu pajamas <laughs> would be playing the <laughs> instead of having a CG Pikachu I think that'd be actually a really funny way to do it um anyway so this is this was released uh this anime here of uh, Ultraman that's streaming this was released as Ultraman 2 and I god knows if that's the legitimate they don't have it listed here but who knows if that's a real <laughs> dvd company or not that released that thing but uh it's a, a phenomenally bad and obnoxious and really funny show <laughs> it just doesn't explain this one character so discotech posts um uh, osumatsu-kun's first anime episode just out of nowhere yeah that was a little bit online. weird so what are we taking a break for? Showing uh, off uh, this Ultraman? Ooh. No, I, I was... Uh, sorry. I was. I thought you were going to talk more on the other one, and then I removed the little cameras at the bottom from the stream. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All uh, right, so HD. Yeah. High Dive. So High Dive begins streaming. English Tanaka-kun is always listless. Very lazy guy. Yeah, uh, you... I guess... You put this yes. in. Yeah, I put this in. I guess uh, Sentai Filmworks got really ticked off when Crunchyroll team started teaming up with Discotech. Okay, fine. But then Funimation. So I guess this is their stab at them. Okay, by, by putting a dub in? Or... What's by, High Dive? High Dive oh. is a new streaming site that's supposed to be like three ninety nine. Monthly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, here we go, Discotech. They started putting more more of their shows on their YouTube channel. Yeah, so the Street Fighter and 2 It's not series. just Street Fighter. Is this the anime or is this... This is the... the it's animated this, by Madhouse. Yeah, this is the American cartoon, but this is part of the second box? I don't remember it being called Street Fighter 2. Uh, well, I don't remember. It's called anyway. Street Fighter, but yeah, why well, just down? You'll see more, more of what they're released. They, well, they've got the English devil ghost stories and yeah, other stuff. Great teacher Onizuka here. Load more. Charge main cannon. I feel like they're putting a little too much on their <laughs> on their channel. Mm, I wish well, it's a big bulk. I don't know where the biggest one is. Miss Machiko, though. Because yeah. they've uh, they all out of nowhere released seventy five ep- all the way up to seventy five episodes, and uh-huh. it delayed before Crunchyroll got it. So I hope I'm getting a hard release soon of that show. I really would like to 
have... Strange Psychokinesis was uploaded 11 years ago, but it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's only yeah, it's like two minutes of it. Never mind. Star Wars is hilarious Jeez. if you ever get a chance to watch it. It's been on YouTube for 11 years? Uh, what's what's hilarious? Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. All right, so next up. Next up. Oh, just hey, more of it. Roll adds more of Magico to the catalog all the way up to episode seven, 75. 70, yeah. And for some reason, it was delay, delayed slightly on the on Discotech's YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I titled this on the notes here. Uh, Anime strike ends, Pokemon strike begins. <laughs> uh, so oh, Amazon man. has launched a Pokemon subscription-based streaming channel, monthly fee of two ninety nine for Prime members. So they literally, they got rid of a- Anime strike, and then like a week later, <laughs> they come back with what's basically Pokemon strike. <laughs> Why Pokemon? I mean, you have so much Power Rangers, and you can still just watch that for free on Prime, but so weird, Pokemon of all things... It says it's including seasons, my... including seasons two through five and ten through sixteen. <laughs> besides that, where is some more of that awesome Tick series that was on Amazon Prime? I don't know. I, I still haven't watched it. You've been bugging me to watch it for like weeks. Um, Crunchyroll adds uh, Miss Kobayashi's Maid Dragon OVA and more catalog titles. It's funny. There's so many of these things that I I almost added to the uh, uh, to the the document and you added them already. Okay, so th- uh, theatrical releases. That, uh, for uh, Dragon Maid, I wish that the OVA was released with the season one. Yeah. I don't know why, but okay. That would have been nice. Um, so, Card Captor Sakura, the sealed card. Wait, sealed card. Is this? Second movie. Oh, okay. I thought, I, for some reason, when I first read this, I thought there was a clear card movie coming out. Um, okay, so they're just going to rebroadcast it in. They're going to show the US second theater. movie for the yeah. first time in U.S. theaters. Uh, or I believe no. so. Okay, well, it's going to be some private um, event. in the United States theaters on January 31st, February 3rd, and February 4th. So, if you're interested in seeing it, you can watch it. I mean, I, I just have the DVD, but you know, you can watch then, it in theaters. And after the movie, they're going to show the clear car card OVA, which is garbage. Mr. Nice Guy can attest to it. It's stupid. And well, it's not, it's called clear card prologue and it's not a prologue. It's bullshit. Um, Mazinger Z Infinity Film gets U.S. theatrical screening on February 11th and 12th, so you guys can see this too. And what's interesting, it's really interesting that 2018 is the year of Go Nagai remakes. We've had Devilman Crybaby, we've got this, and we've got the new Cutie Honey. I mean, it's just like it's his year this year. Oh, yeah. And I I believe I called one out, or called, called a prediction yeah. out earlier. Yep. Earlier last or later last year with uh Great Mazinger might be released this spring. Yeah. And well, lo and behold. You heard it here first, guys. Um Funimation licenses all for free anime films and screens take your marks in theaters. So do we get the date for this one? March fourteenth? So this will be in uh theaters on March fourteenth if you guys wanna prepare for that. So Splish splash, you'll be making a bash. All right. Now the anime news. So we got do you want me to open this one too? Yeah, sure, no? sure. Okay. Gives it more exposure. 
Boom, 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 pew, 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 This, pew, is, pew, this pew, is why pew, I didn't pew. bother to rename all of these. Uh, because we have to go kind of quick this tonight, so. Degashi okay. Kashi, it, it's amazing how many things we watched just in the couple of episodes we've had. The the number of things we've watched for the Watch Club that are that are coming back up in in discussion. You know, Devil Man and this, and it just it seems it's crazy. The podcast is magic. Not in the My Little Pony way. That's that was unintentional to call it that. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's listed for twelve episodes, so. Yeah, but you know, actually, I think this is already out. I think I saw Dakota Broski talking about this on uh, on Twitter. I think he's I think he's said that there's a new character design uh, that is a little takes a little getting used to, but that he referred to this character as his waifu uh, mm-hmm. and said that she was still waifu material. So, uh, so I guess it's already been airing a little bit. Um, Oh, yeah, so I guess it's already come out, and it's it's uh, the Blu-ray is or is this? I don't know. I have no idea. I saw him talking about it. That's, that's the end of the story here. Oh, I clicked on something. Anyway, uh, so you you told me to open this one too. This is just the original. This is the original website, website. and I believe you can go to a part of it that's translated in English. Can I give what we're looking at is like the different uh, DVD oh, or Blu-ray him. releases? <laughs> yeah. But but anyway. to anyway, Lupin Part Five coming out. Uh, not sure. I mean, look, it's Lupin. I've never seen a version of Lupin that I didn't love. But I got to be honest, the monocle. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> well, it works in Detective Conan. Why not Lupin? But the guy in the That's green true. green coat. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the. I remember watching Part Two, yeah. or the first box of Part Two that Discotech released. Mm-hmm. And he, I could be wrong, but I think he might be the ancestor to who caught Arson Lupin. Hmm. That would be uh, interesting. So he might have a comeback. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to it. Um, kind of interesting that it's part five is basically part two of part four. Um, yeah, they're pulling the slaves. It's, it's well, it's hard to say if they actually changed his jacket. Because it seems to be a, a different. I mean, it's blue still, obviously, but it seems to be brighter. But it could just be the uh, the effect here. But I'm not going to bother wasting time on that because I've got to get. Where's the, his tie? Yeah, well, I, I'm sure that he'll have the tie in the show. It's just uh, uh, anyway. Is it wrong to try to pick up Girls in the Dungeon franchise teases new project? So you, um, we're going to end up talking about this later with the like. It's funny because we've got we've got two weeks worth of news to cover, and then it's like we we put something in there, and then by the time the podcast arrives, it's already been revealed what the thing they're talking about is, right? So we're gonna yeah. just talk about this later. This is the is it wrong to find a hot spring in the dungeon or whatever? We're gonna talk about that later. So, um, hold on one second. He seems to have disappeared. So let's see what the chat is cheating up now. Uh, <laughs> My wife thought I was done with the podcast because <laughs> I, I started an hour early by accident <laughs> and then stopped it and then came back. Um, 
Okay, so that mecha guy is saying Devilman Crybaby on Blu-ray with Collector's Edition OST vinyl for $300. Not a surprise. Uh, that is for the Japanese release, though. That's the Aniplex Japanese release, right? I'm not... That sounds right, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm a little weirded out by vinyl coming back. But then again, I am not the... I'm the wrong person to be talking about that. <laughs> vinyl never actually left technically but yeah it is it's only weird because you never see record players for sale like they don't they're not still making record players when they're still making records you know but they still sell all the components so you can make your yeah sweet grooved turntable so reese is saying the hot spring thing came out in 2016 I, I have no idea. I, I haven't watched the show. I would have watched the show, except for That's they sound. released that premium edition on that ridiculous, really huge thing. Um, so, okay, this is players. Um, yeah, I guess I'm bringing this up because we've talked about Yamamushi Pedal several times on the podcast before, even though yeah. I've never actually sat down and watched it. But you uh, have it. Yeah, I have it. I, it's one of those things where it's like I keep talking about it because I'm trying to push myself to remember to watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is, um, I guess they're just, what is this, like the third or fourth series now? It feels like the fourth at this point. But Gosh, just they just keep making it. It's got to be well, good, right? It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be good. I mean, they're, they're crank. well, granted, it is discotheque. I was going to say they're cranking it out a lot faster than High Q's coming out, right? Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Mega Low Box, uh, we've got a spinoff, right? Spiritual successor that is sort of related to the yeah. So we got the spinoff to Ashitano Joe. Yeah, uh, but they spacedized it, or not really spacedized it, but they mechanized it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too fond of the uh, the concept behind it. I just think that regular boxing is more interesting. Uh, like I think that Hajime no Ippo has one of the greatest arcs like just like the the arc the overall arcing story of it of him you know starting and working his way up and the actual like hits and everything i just think that that show has such a hmm, i just caught what animation director for master keaton and loop on the third uh woman called fujiko mine i just hmm. wonder how they're gonna do rikishi if uh, rikishi if he's in this one i'm very interested in this now <laughs> um Sorry, this caught my eye. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things that I'm interested in are. Huh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep an eye on this. Oh gosh, even kids on the slope getting in here composing music, dude. Okay, guaranteed hit. Calling it now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so were you saying uh, Rikishi? Yeah, his first rival that he that Joe encounters in uh, mm -hmm. Juvie. Why? Well, but it doesn't. Uh, it's weird because there are characters that do appear to be characters from Ashitano Joe that are evolved into this new one. Like it, it's a spinoff where they're, they're taking those characters and, and sort of bringing them back um, into it, sort of a new, I don't know what they're doing, but it's just, it's, it's an interesting thing, but like the character designs, it, I, let's just wait and see it. And then we'll, then we'll be able to talk about it. We'll move on. Uh, oh, I try to avoid putting that on there. I put it on I, here. I, I know you put it on okay, here. I, I put it on here just because I thought, okay, so first of all, here's my thought process. I remember now I actually added, I put it on here twice, once from the Anime News Network one and once from the Crunchyroll one for reasons you're about to see. I was going to say 
I was loading this up here. I was gonna, I was gonna show. It. I was like, so here's some good news. Look at how they drew Baki. We're not gonna have to sit through young Baki again. Yay! And then, and, and I was also like, look, it, it looks much better. It looks really good, like the original OVA uh, that was released by US Manga Corps. Animated my neck. And then, boom! I come to this, and I get to see this monstrosity again. <laughs> it just looks so freaking bad. Looks like Jonathan Joestar blended with <laughs> Bao. It, <laughs> Bao is also by uh, Hirohiko Araki, or whatever his name is. Um, you said it correctly. Yeah, but but I just like something about this shirt is just warping the way that my brain perceives the time space container. This yeah. is just well, if you squint your eyes at the creases, you you might want to see Krang. Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, so I Sentai Filmworks licenses both Negima TV anime. Sorry, God. So as soon as Funimation lost the rights, they picked it back up because they yeah. got a UQ holder or QU yeah. holder. Literally the day of the day that Funimation dropped the rights or, or lost the rights, um, Sentai got it. So interesting. Then again, I'm glad someone got it and wants to release it. If you're going to sit on something, release it. Don't just yeah. sit on it and wait for an egg to hatch. Uh, so we've been sort of discussing a new ghost in the show. It looks like we've got a visual from it here. So Why, why is he brushing his hair like Dio in the background? What? Right here? Uh, yeah. Looks like Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusade. I think that he, I don't think he's brushing his hair. I think he's uh, putting his hands up and kind of just making a pose. Oh. So I don't think it's a. I like how they drew, how they drew in. Is that watercolor? Uh, Yeah, it's got a watercolor effect to it. Um, Yeah, so it's it's got sort of a, yeah, I, I it's, it's the art style is what you're, what you're saying. Like, this is, this is. I almost lost my headphone case off the. Uh, did I just lose something on the ground? I did. I almost lost this. Um, you lost your mind. Uh, this, there's a softness to the characters that you don't have normally, and that was a very striking way, I think, to. Uh, to I mean, it's just it's a it's making a really bold statement in such a subtle way, you know, with the, just the oh, 2018, like this is coming this year. It's like, bam, look at this. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, I'd like to see where it goes. Um, and I'm just going to say um, the fact that her head wasn't shaved up to this little bit, like it was in a rise is a good sign. So moving on from here, uh, I, I put this in here just for the title coming of age anime film. Let me eat your pancreas <laughs> reveals early fall debut. So um, this is one of those things that I think everybody's going to go see just because of this ridiculous title. So uh, Dragon Ball Super ending sooner than expected. Confirmed news. Uh, so I put this in here as, yes, really? No, not really. Uh, because I've seen multiple reports that said that this was happening. Um, I don't know that I trust Otaku Cart as a no, news source. No, I wouldn't trust them either. I, I right. believe Dragon Ball Super... It's probably confirmed that they're going to go on hiatus. Right. So because the they have a movie coming out. So, yeah, that's what I was, uh, that's why I put this news in here. I wanted to address that. That so. and you build up Majin Buu for so long and don't use him. Um, 
that well, that's not right. I, I am still on season three or season. I'm going on to the, the future trunks arc because um, I'm watching it in English as it's coming out. Okay. So I haven't, I'm not, I'm not aware of what's happening with Majin Buu, but I'm just saying that what's going on right now is that they have a, they have another Dragon Ball Super movie coming out. Let's find out if it's going to be released as another Dragon Ball Z movie like uh, Fukatsu No F and uh, um, Battle of Gods. But uh, if Funimation is listening, please, please release this as a steel book. I want it to match my other steel books. Huh. Please release it as a steel book as an option because I don't I I try not to, I try to avoid steel books just because I don't know. Um, eh, well, it doesn't matter. I just don't want I don't want it to be the only option. Back to what I was saying. Um, so the thing about uh, the thing about this ending is that they have another movie that they're that they're going to be making and they are like they're playing catch up like crazy. Like the animation quality is getting worse and worse. I hear. Um, which again, it gets fixed for the Blu-ray, so it's, I'm not really complaining. But um, from what I hear, this is a misunderstanding about things ending, uh, obviously. So they're actually they're going on a hiatus for sure, and they should be coming back uh, again with more stuff. Um, and if not, the other thing I heard that the other way to interpret what I heard is that there's going to be like series one of Dragon Ball Super is ending and they're moving into series two. So I, I don't know. I mean, though it's weird how Shonen shows like this long running Shonen shows just completely the way that seasons and series are constructed, like just it, they, they don't ab abide by the laws of, of the rest of anime. It feels like anyway. Um, well, it's from Toei and, Oh, you added this, you time. added this here. I'm going to, I'm going to close out of this cause I have that in the release section. You have this? Okay, well, I might as well. I might I might as well go over it. Uh, I'll reopen it now because you put them in the wrong section um, just for organization's sake. So Made in Japan is going to be released. Yona Yona Penguin CG animation, animated film on Blu-ray. Um, so this is coming out. It says they got this on May looking, 15th. Reading the little bit and looking at the cover, it looks like another uh, Haruka in Wonderland. Haruka, you mean Beyond the Stream of Time, or you mean Miyuki no. Chain of Wonderland? No, the CG one from uh, Funimation. Um, I don't remember that. Released back in two thousand. Mister Stain on Junk Alley. <laughs> no, not that. I have Haruka? no idea why they. Yeah. Oh, Land of Oblivion. Trying to find it. I know I own it, but I can't really see it. Oblivion Island, Haruka, the Magic Mirror. There you go. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember this. I never bought this, but I do remember it. I remember seeing it places. Okay. Uh, so next, another release news in the wrong category. Sentai Filmworks to release wrong to expect a hot spring in a dungeon so are they going to have another enormous uh premium edition <laughs> yep or is yes, they do or is, oh they do yeah keep going where do you keep going where hmm? no no keep going to the next tab i put them up there oh okay okay oh no you didn't because it goes on to the stuff i put in oh you mean in the, in the release section Okay. 
Oh, I see. I see it. All right. So I put, I put this in here. Um, <sighs> otaku Nikoi uh, Muzukashi, which is uh, the lo love of an otaku is difficult uh, or love is hard for an otaku. Uh, I'm bringing this up because something about this character design, I don't know what it is, but like it, there, it's, it speaks volumes it about the show. Uh, I just uh, something about the the color scheme oh. and the and the handling of it. Um, I showed this to no, my what wife. What it reminds me of? What does it remind you of? That I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying what it looks like. It looks like grown up Toradora. Okay, I kind of the art style for this guy reminds me of a character from uh, Nozaki Kun. But um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is that these two characters here, uh, I showed my wife like a, a, a an image like this, but it was just them. And there's something about the character design or the the art style that it's really intriguing. Like something about this, like I don't know artistically what it is but it makes me want to watch the show that's actually this is the image i showed her um something about it is just uh i don't know i i'm i'm intrigued by it so i'm i'm talking about it now because i want to see where things go in the future with it and okay. uh in the same way um I'm, I'm i've got this one right here this art style here is also giving me that feeling because it's got this kind of like a where's waldo style effect going on uh, oh, not yeah. to mention all this architecture and stuff. So this is, um, I actually originally put the link from the Anime News Network one, but the, the Crunchyroll one had a bigger image, so I decided to go with this one. And this, so, one's, I don't know. this one's animated by Anaplex, correct? I have no idea. I didn't read any of this. Uh, I've been way too busy with, with work uh, this time. But it looks it looks interesting to me, the art style. Who knows if the show is going to be any good, because obviously they're not going to animate the uh, the thing from this angle, uh, this like three quarter um two and a half deep perspective looking thing but uh but yeah it'll be interesting to see just because i mean there's a lot of weird stuff going on here <laughs> you know i just i don't know i i'm interested to see where things go so this looks interesting to me and i, I just wanted to bring it up moving on to manga 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 chimichangas Physica Manga volume sales sees a 12% drop in 2017. Um, I'm assuming this is in Japan because of this little like thing right Probably. here is all in Japanese. Probably, so, but you're also hearing different news of comic book sales going down and manga sales going up in the U.S. Well, yeah, in the U.S. Well, uh, don't even get me started about what's going on with comics, but... Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I thought this was worth bringing up. Uh, I feel like, I mean, twelve percent is a is a pretty significant number, but if you think about it, when it comes to the anime that was released uh, this last year, um, there was a lot of, uh, well, I guess this year, I don't watch anime as it airs, but it, was it this year coming up, or is it was it last year where everything seemed to be a sequel to something previous? You uh, know, we've been kind of hitting that rut for we've been for a while, pretty pretty good recently yeah well i'm just saying like maybe uh, i don't know is is manga is there just not uh, is was there nothing good coming out you know that i don't know it might I be just, a case of there's too much released and no one's able to yeah i'm, I'm not through. i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to put out all my conjecture on this. I'm just going to say that I thought this was an interesting thing that would be worth bringing up now, and we'll see in the future if, if oh, yeah. we can expand on this. I, um, I wish I could give more input, but at the same time, I don't ride on the trains to on in Tokyo or Japan. Yeah. So, well, Gosh, those trains go so fast now that you probably don't have time to read anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you added this one. I'll let you take it away here. Yes. Yeah, so let's see if I can get this right. Karakai Jonzu no Takai Takagi-san Sochiro Yamamoto launches new manga. All right. I'll, I'm going to do that for you because you, you were really good, but <laughs> you were actually pretty close. Uh, Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san's Soichiro Yamamoto launches new manga. Now take it away. <laughs> um, pretty much. If I'm okay, if I recall, this guy. Let's see, this guy. If Let me click on him. I think he also did Strawberry Marshmallow. Does not look like it. Does not look like it. Okay. Although now that you mention it, this does look like um the art style a little bit. The character design from strawberry oh, yeah. marshmallow which um, if anybody has not read that or seen it it is phenomenal also for this season if you want something from the same creator watch uh matsubi colors at the moment hmm. um i think re while i read this i thought it was interesting and let's see it says that Funimation is going to be offering an english dub yeah Anyway, move on. Yeah, that's, yeah, moving on. I'm all right. So this is a little bit more on Megalobox, uh, just because it didn't show this image in the previous one, the previous article we looked at. So to give you an idea of what's going on, like we said, it's sort of a sci-fi version of Ashitano Joe, where they they box in these weird, like piston-like things that. It's weird. It's weird what it is. You have to watch the trailer, but I can't. I can't play it because it'll. Uh, It'll get copyright flagged. Um, and then Slayer's novel gets a sequel after 18 years. Augie, I know you want to say something about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me take care of something really quick. <laughs> I'm going to read what Augie wrote here. Talk about it, and it comes back like a boomerang. Hardback omnibus come to Papa. Oh, yes. I mentioned this about a few podcasts ago. I thought it was still continuing, but I guess we're getting more of it so if this keeps up i would love to see this whole series um i'd love to see slayers as a light novel get fully released over here package it as a series omnibus with a hardback binding and you got my money just release it to me i want to read it all right next we've got tokyo pop restarts manga licensing with uh, Konohana Kitan Hanger in Futari Baya. So I have not bought a manga in a long time. Well, that's not that's that's not true. I have only bought Attack on Titan, which come the ones that came with the the OVA DVDs. So I have bought manga recently, but um, I haven't I haven't really like it's not been I haven't been collecting it. Let's put it that way. I haven't been collecting manga in a long time. I did not know that Tokyo Pop was a uh, I don't know that they, I didn't know they went on a hiatus. <laughs> they went on a hiatus. Uh, I think the lawyer stopped it for a bit. 
came back. I think they were continually printing Italian manga in uh, Disney graphic novels. Oh, interesting. So um, I guess that's good news. It looks like the uh, whatever was stopping them has turned around economy-wise or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. That's good to see. Hopefully, uh, you know, you know, it's going to be a real testament to the uh, to the economy is if Media Blaster stops uh, duplicating all their stuff and goes back to replication. Isabella Bird in Wonderland manga gets bilingual edition in Japan. I clicked on a link. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you you thought this was interesting enough to uh, to bring up? Is there anything you want to say about it? Yep. Uh, if I read this correctly, this is a manga to help the Japanese teach them English. Oh, uh, with something okay. quirky. So, I I would like to pick up the Japanese version of this and just just to see it because it's it's funny how often they're not right with their English translations of things when they do it themselves, um, and I wonder how badly they're messing up their their teaching. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be kind of funny. Um, and then we've got Tokyo Ghoul manga franchise has 34 million copies in print worldwide. So I'm bringing this up just because that number to me seems low. Yeah, it sounds you know? impressive, but the world's a little bit no, bigger that, than that. No, but I mean, this is supposed to be a huge deal. But like this just goes to show you when you think about... Um, how hard it is to get certain things, like how rare they are, um, and how, like, when you search for a certain DVD, let's say, this is uh, one of the most popular series of all time. I mean, this has so many for the manga of it, especially has so many manga out there. Um, and this is over the course of this isn't just like 34 million copies of volume one, you know, this is like, you know, I'm assuming. This is for just for Tokyo Ghoul Re, you know. <laughs> um, I got yeah, it's like I don't know. It's just it's this number seems unimpressive considering. Like I would have expected a lot more, uh, but it makes me really um, it puts into perspective how few copies are probably made of the DVDs in our collection, you know, respectively to it, you know. Uh, it's probably only a couple hundred thousand. It's probably not even a million compared to like when you buy like a Warner Brothers TV that probably gets at least a million made, you know? Oh, yeah. So anyway, moving on to games. So I put, I think I put all these in here. Yeah, I did. So the original Disgaea strategy RPG is to return with an HD remake. Uh, there's a little video here. I watched it. Um, when it gets to the actual part about the sky, it does like a 404 error. Like it's part of the gag in the thing. Um, I, I don't know. The game is pixel art. I don't know what they're going to do about an HD remake. Are they going to I hope they have the more features like, uh, in the second one, you can pick up, pick up your, yeah, you can do like a ladder yeah. effect. Yeah, do ladder attacks and all yeah. other such. Which it's a it's a fun game, but um, I midway through, so I went to the item realm in uh, this guy, and I I cranked up the level thing all the way, and I got like super 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 strong, which is just what I do in RPGs. Uh, and then I never finished the game. <laughs> I just I just lost interest because there's so many different classes, and I just I don't know. I didn't care anymore. 
I don't know. It's there's a bit of a fatigue that comes with the amount of features in it. I think it's it's hard to balance things, you know. Um, anyway, so moving on, somebody actually uh, shared this in the in the comments on the Facebook page, which we've been we were supposed to, or the fart pardon the Facebook group, which we were supposed to plug at the beginning of the podcast, and I forgot to. Um, in fact, the uh, the reason I shared that irresponsible Captain Tyler thing is because I think it was. Uh, Lishansky had shared that in the group right before I went live. So you have them to thank for that. So the thing about this, the reason this, that I'm actually sharing this is because uh, the new Gundam Breaker announced for PS4 coming to the West. Uh, so I think this is unusual for Gundam games. They don't usually get brought over here. Uh, seems in the comments of this thing that people are saying they usually have to import them. So Well, it depends. Um, you tip we do get a Gundam game every now and then, but so hold on, everybody. What the... it's midnight for you, right? Uh, in four minutes. Four minutes to midnight, and you've got this blaring train noise. What is wrong with your state? <laughs> hey, hey, they they it's illegal for me to suplex trains, so I blame the government. Anyway, so uh, back to <laughs> back to this with it coming to the west. What were you what were you saying? Um. Uh, for importers for games like this, it's kind of mm-hmm. a coin flip if it is going to get over here. But we do get them, but probably not every single release of it. Well, so is this one supposed to be like a Lego version of Gundam yeah, this it time? Looks, it looks like you can, uh, you can, yeah, it looks modular. Um, so I don't have a PS4. This is completely irrelevant to me, but I thought it might be interesting to you guys. Now, this one is interesting to me. I don't care about it. I'm not going to play it, but I just thought this would be worth bringing up. Uh, so Blaze Bloom uh, or Blaz Blue, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I forget. Uh, Cross Tag Battle debuts in North America on June 5th with Ruby's Blake Belladonna. So uh, Blaze Blue is a Japanese game, correct? Correct. Okay, so the reason that this is significant, like the like uh, FDDNM actually was suggesting that I pull this article from the the topic of discussion and i'm like nope i got my own reasons for this uh, and the reason why is that i think it's very interesting that rooster teeth uh which is an american company they're the guys behind um red versus blue uh and numerous other shorts and things they have this thing called million dollars but they got a bunch of stuff in the works right um they created uh or technically monty ohm um re- may he rest in peace uh created ruby so it's an American constructed fully CGI, I believe. I've, I've actually not watched it, but it's um, cell shaded. It's rendered in Maya um, anime that actually gets like billboards in Japan promoting it. Like, I mean, this is probably weirdly, I think, because of the clip I have seen really of it, the animation is not really what I would consider um, phenomenal. And it's just like two characters talking. I just was not impressed at all. I don't know why people like the show so much, Uh, but again, I just haven't given it a chance, but what I'm getting at here is that a Western, like it's, it's broke the barrier. Let's say it's gotten into this fighting game, this Japanese fighting game. And it's a character um, that's, you know, a Western uh, created show so I, I thought that was very interesting to see that barrier get broken so that's why i'm sharing this here 
Um, and we should probably take a moment to uh, catch up on the chat for a second. On the chat. Let's so first off, Augie, have you talked about my last comment, last podcast about cutting through security stickers but leaving them on the box? I do, I do not recall that comment, sadly. However, that is what I do for the most part. Regarding what? Uh, when you get a fresh DVD in the seal and you have like the security sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What yeah. I do you, is just you, cut. You just slice it. You don't actually yeah. pull them off. Um, I am really anal about pulling them off all the time. Um, because sometimes when you don't pull them off, they get stuck to like a paper cardboard sort of box next to them instead of a, you know, like it's just for the sake of protecting everything. I always take them off and, Make sure to use Google on to get rid of the adhesive if it's there. Um, so I am just catching. Okay, you catch up. So the one thing I mentioned about comparing the two Ghibli releases, the Disney and the G Kids, the one thing I'm not sure about that I I deem important is when comparing the two, does G Kids add more the Ghibli? Yeah, <laughs> Ghibli Museum shorts. <laughs> Your confidence, Grizzly. Please. I'm begging you, Miyazaki. I'm begging you. Do a hentai before you die. And make it with Studio Juicy. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. Oh. Aki, Let you me. have um, removed some comments that I don't feel like they needed to be removed. <laughs> oh. Somebody got shadow banned in chat. How do I unshadow ban you, Satan six six six? You just wait three hundred seconds. I can I can, I can only put him on timeout further. Um. Anyway, all right. So, uh, catching up on the chat now. So I was going through all these all these comments that I I couldn't understand why they were blocked, and I wasn't looking at the comments in between. Um. Yeah, so Reese was saying it's like going to be like a Rock'em Sock'em Robots anime. You know, that kept popping in my head. I'm like, I don't want to say that because that doesn't feel accurate. to Like, if you actually watch the trailer, like, that's that's what the image evokes when you look at it. But when you actually watch the trailer, it's it's it doesn't give that off, like, that feeling um, when you actually see how they animated it. But, yeah. Um, do you have... What? Oh, uh, the Rock'em Sock'em comment. I was going to show uh, Metal Fighter Miki. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I'm looking... Uh, omnibuses. Oh, God, Reese was on, totally on, on top of it. I need to find a way for... Okay, well, first of all, once we get to 1,000 subscribers, it'll enable Super Chat, um, and that'll be one way to make this a little bit easier. Um, but... Uh, I need to. I wish there was a way for me to have a whole separate like chat system. And you know, maybe if I were to go a little bit further than just doing the hangouts, there'd be a way to do this the way that people do it on Twitch and whatnot. Uh, when somebody like Reese makes a comment, it's almost always exactly what we're we're like having this thing about. Yeah, Haruka. So he was already on it with Oblivion uh, Island, Haruka, and the Magic Mirror. There's so many times when we're like, "What is that thing called?" And I should have just looked at the chat right away. Um, let's see. Uh, 
I was able to guess someone's uh, other figure. Oh, yeah? That was uh, that mecha guy, I'm assuming, because he was the one talking about yeah. Ava stuff. Well, that's the way he made it in the comments. <laughs> Reese, Reese says, are you talking about Osmosis Jones? Whoa, <laughs> where did that come out of nowhere? How did that come up at all? I think um, I might have misread a comment. I, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, it was probably it was yeah. He it might have been a reply because you actually reply in the in the chat instead of doing it verbally usually. So, all right, Lekonski is gone. Sticky glue. Uh, physical media is better than digital. Totally agree. Danny's in. Hey, Danny. And. Oh, yeah, people are talking about thinking that Tokyo Pop was out of business. All these comments about Jizzly Entertainment. <laughs> Studio Jizzly. Okay, at least we got the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. But I could have sworn Ocean Waves had two of those. Oh, about the shorts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm totally exhausted. <laughs> I've been up. I've already been up since five today. So um, this is this has been rough for me. I appreciate you guys putting up with it. Uh, all right, so I'm I'm opening up all these other links here. Actually, I'm gonna save that one. We'll we'll get to that when time comes. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead back to uh, streaming the uh, share screen. All right. Okay. Uh, so I I think. Lishansky was the one who uh, shared this with me. My My Miracle, uh, the release date, like all the way in 2019. And I'm pretty sure this is a picture. This looks just like the uh, the Kickstarter set, except that it doesn't have the little rating, the PG rating triangle here. So thought that was a little interesting. Um, I, I'm not, obviously, I, I can't grab the one I have in my in my office because I'm not, I'm already in a whole different state. Do you have yours right there? Oh, yeah, I got mine, but it's still sealed. Yours is missing. That's not right. Let me see that. You know, they can't see what we're seeing. That looks really different from mine. Mine has like a, um, like a, a slip case. God, I didn't realize there were two different versions. I think it, now I have to find that on eBay. Huh? I, I missed. Cool. I think I missed. No, I don't think I missed backing my my miracle. I missed the other one. Oh no, no, my my miracle is the one I missed. And then I just I just got it on eBay. Um, dang it! I actually have like two copies of it, but one of them. Uh, so now anyway. it's twelve oh six, and we have another train clearing oh, it. God. That, that's that's like cruel and unusual. Anyway, um, Discotech licenses great Mazinger anime, Toriko film, and two Zosh Bell films. Number one, Zosh really, Bell. Zach, what did I say? Zosh Bell. Is that how it's supposed to be pronounced, or did I say it wrong? Zach well, Bell, right? Yeah, Zach Bell. Okay. Or well, Gash Bell, me. if you're reading it. Um. So. Uh, the thing I actually care about that's not Zash Bell, I really hope that Discotech gets the uh, the people who did Toriko's dub for Funimation in there, because I, um, I mean, I hope they dub it, and I hope they get those people, because I loved 
every second. Well, actually, the first episode's kind of rocky, but after the first episode, <laughs> Toriko is such a phenomenally fun show to watch. Um, the uh, the I gotta check this out in a second. The um, the theme song has a has a line in it. Literally, eat a mountain. Like such a great show. <laughs> totally love that show. So I'm reading here. Okay, so it's the TV. I'm I'm waiting for somebody to get the stinking uh, ultimate fight. Uh, and also, this one would be great too. I just nobody's released that yet for Tenjo Tenge. Hmm. Um, so I'm hoping Disco Tech will do that. They'll get those. And I'll say about. Mazinger Z or anything? Well, Great Maz Mazinger's down there. Right, Great Mazinger. That's what I meant to say. Oh, we've got a we've got a really big figure in the merchandise section to talk about. Uh, I'm gonna move on. Uh, Flip Flappers English Dubcast yes. preview yes. revealed. Okay, again, yes. this is in the wrong section. I should I should slap you up the head for this. <laughs> this should be an anime news if you're gonna even hey, talk I'm about it. <laughs> flip oh actually no you're right you're right you're right i'm wrong right here yep it's a good thing you actually read read the article past the the title and i <laughs> uh i'll take the l on that one <laughs> uh oh, yeah so, i, I so need to hurry right. up and pre-order that i can't wait to finally own that that was so awesome to watch i'm not sure but i think my sister-in-law sister-in-law is in in this show anyway i know she's in keijo <laughs> so okay so here's the sentai filmworks confirms english dub for sword oratoria i don't know what that is what is it's sword oratoria se- it's the sequel to oh to is it wrong to pick up worlds in dungeon okay yeah, so that's the one that's the okay good to know so was there a uh okay is there's, this a gonna, limited. there's a there's a limited edition is it going to be just as big and annoying Maybe I mean, I, it kind of looks more like how they did flip flappers. Where's the? I, saw. I don't. Uh, uh, keep going, or we go on to write. Oh, okay, there stuff. we go. That's just other articles. Okay, close. I don't even know these people. All right. What's the? All right, Navala TMS Entertainment joins Bakugan Revival Project. So the <laughs> okay. battle brawlers are back to shoot their marbles. <sighs> okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, and then I put this in here in the correct section. <laughs> okay, what's it doing there? It should have been earlier. No, it should be released news. <laughs> All right. So um, also, I, I I think it was uh, Lishansky who shared this first one with me. I'm just gonna pull these all open. Sorry, it's a, it's a lot off. of. I, this has been off. I love random, random merch uh, stuff uh, to talk about every week. So first of all, this bad boy, fourteen hundred bucks, well, almost fifteen hundred bucks for this statue, which I'm kind of afraid to uh, to go onto the other images of it because I don't know if. Uh, no, she, Cyrene is yeah, she's she's covered. She's so. covered. I have no um, so, idea how that's going to stay. I mean, it's impressive. What do you mean stay? 
like how I have uh, you mean the, the smoke around it? How the smoke is gonna stay suspended in there? Yeah, how how's that possible? <laughs> like buying it's like buying a bottle of or a can of boiled water. How's it stay so warm all that time? <laughs> Even though that's a so, gra- that's a granite background. What I was really talking about, like all the stressor points, like the wings, the fingers yeah. and stuff. It's impressive, don't get me wrong, but like places like Japan, you think the well, earthquakes would be a bad thing yeah. for it. That's a good point. Oh god, I'm so tired. Sorry. Uh yeah, I wouldn't buy it. It's it's way too expensive. Actually, really. Uh I have a I think I think somewhere in here I have I had something on yeah, yeah, down here. I'll I'll talk about it then. Um about Devil Man Cry Baby. Uh so here's the Mazinger Z uh, this enormous action figure thing. Well, how big is it? It's only Japanese text tall. This is the iPhone for for scale. Where's the shadow? Come on, now. <laughs> so you want the? I'm sure it'll tell you. Uh, uh, really, they don't actually tell you like the height. They just yeah. give you this little. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's a bunch of Japanese text and one. Yeah, but the yeah one cell phone. Uh, so metal. <laughs> that's just metal. So my, it's I don't know. But I want to be like one of those huge figurines that you see at Walmart, like of um, yeah, Hulk and Hogan, iPhone's like two and a half Cooper. inches, though, right? Like. I mean, depending on which generation, who cares? I'm moving on. I'm not going to waste my time on this article. Also, Giant, Detective Pikachu aims for a March 23 release with massive Amiibos. So it's apparently, I don't have any Amiibos. I don't even have a Wii or like whatever this went with. I don't I don't have, was it a 3DS? Thing? I don't even know. But uh, hey, I just thought I would share this. I... This is coming out of nowhere, this whole Detective Pikachu phenomenon. Like, did that yeah. game exist? It's a project that they announced and it just caught wildfire. I yeah. still think there's people pretty upset that Danny DeVito isn't I voicing just, on I'm that. one of those people. I wouldn't have even played the game anyway, but I am one of those people. <laughs> um, okay, so this Funko Why Pop. Why is this on here? Um, because oh, I, why is it that much? Yeah, well, first of all, this is one person who's selling it for this price. Okay. It's not everybody. You could probably get it for a more reasonable deal. I just thought uh, I'd bring it up. This um, is the New York city. First of all, don't buy Funko pop. So why does anybody like these? I don't know why. No articulation. It's so stupid. It's well, who cares about the articulation? It's the, just the stupid design. They look horrible anyway. So, um, these are this is planet Arlie of Vegeta, and I just want to clarify what happened here. Um, when they were making Dragon Ball Z, they got to a point in the show where they needed to show Vegeta, but he had never been illustrated in the in the manga in color on on the cover yet. So they scrambled at Toei or whatever, and they just threw colors on him. So he his suit became all these weird colors. Uh, while he was on this weird planet with Nappa. Uh, and then 
um, Akira Toriyama had corrected it in the manga in the color uh, for the design that he put onto the actual like manga cover where it was a full color thing. So there's just a one episode right before Vegeta gets to Earth where you see him like this. So that's what this is actually a reference to. And uh, never spend this kind of money on a New York City uh, Comic Con exclusive thing. Yeah, I I. <laughs> I've gone to Comic-Con uh, because a friend of mine um, gave me his ticket because he only goes the first day and buys these uh, these Comic-Con exclusive things and then resells them. <laughs> not for yeah. this much, but but uh, not, not, yeah. not this particular thing. He didn't go to New York Comic-Con. I'm just saying he gets whatever the Comic-Con exclusive thing is because he can, he can recoup the cost of his ticket by selling it. So anyway, uh, and then I guess I put this in here, didn't I? Yes. Okay, so... Yeah, so Adidas, I thought you were a Nike person. I I don't care about shoes at all, but um, but Adidas has made a line of shoes uh, that are uh, Dragon Ball character inspired, and I I think we've talked about something else that was similar to this. I think it was yeah, the Evo like, one. There's Evo ones. Think- there's some Dragon Ball Z shoes that were released in Mexico. Oh no no, we talked about a clothing line where they were just garbage oh, garbage yeah, clothes like they, they just did not like this i actually feel like the designers actually these are better so they should uh, be a little afraid of the first one that kind of looks more like reebok yeah uh, yeah kind of um uh, but uh yeah so i think that i think that these look i mean i would never wear any of these but i and this one especially looks horrible but uh, no, God, but it, it's because it, it looks like the shoes that he wears when he's in the pickle out. I mean, obviously there's just a hideous mesh design, but uh, but I thought the cell shoes like I like I thought that they did a good job capturing the character without doing anything that's actually specifically like you know like a leopard print sort of style version of their skin. You know, uh, this too with the colors for Vegeta. You know, and the capsule corp uh, symbol in the back. I thought it was a clever design. Uh, and then this one too, like the, the, the shape. I mean, again, I would never wear these shoes, but you can tell, yeah, you can tell without even having to read it, you know, yeah. this is Shenron and then uh super uh, Shenlong. Uh, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Getting rid of that. Uh, Final Fantasy celebrates anniversary with 30 year old scotch. So uh, don't care about this one. The devil man one was way cooler. Uh, but if you wanted it, it's in that link. Oh, they haven't actually. You know what they they had a to like. There's a to be determined uh, link they were gonna put on here. Anyway, you you find it later. But just know that it's coming for I guess tomorrow. The pre-orders are going live. So uh, there's only gonna be I think 303 of them. Is what they said. Yeah. So 300 booze is limited to quantity of 303 bottles. So if you were interested in getting it when we did the devil man one, uh, they were already sold out. But if you're interested in getting this, which I don't think it looks that interesting. I don't think it's worth 300 bucks for this. Almost um, looks like, I guess, wild Turkey, Jimmy Dean. I don't drink. Jimmy, Jimmy Dean is the, the sausages. Oh, the, those are the breakfast uh, sandwiches. Uh, Jim Beam is the is the uh, the whiskey. Okay. But if if you ask me, the only two whiskeys worth drinking are Jack Daniels and Wild Turkey. So. Uh, okay, so it's funny that you shared this because I saw this and thought, okay, this is dumb. I'm not going to share it, and then you chose to share it. <laughs> oh come on, why not call it the title that I gave it? Um, 
Okay, yeah, I was, uh, let's go with the... What did you call it? Uh, Wagon Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Okay, so first off, this is lazy. Th- uh, this is... I remember, would not think of Wagon whatsoever. Well, remember what I was saying about uh, the, the Dragon Ball things just being garbage? Same thing here. It's like, okay, here's a drawing. Okay, this... Okay, here, here's what they did here. This isn't outfits inspired by these characters these are drawings of the characters wearing the outfit you made <laughs> okay yeah. it says outfits inspired by the characters no it, that's not what it feels like at all this looks stupid as hell like it's just when will he ever wear thing. that he never wears a shirt yeah it's this is just so dumb but then later down here i'm like oh are they selling this because this seems more accurate <laughs> So, but in response to you adding that, I added this one. Dress up with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure collaboration street art clothes. Because these, I think anybody could wear, and they would be really cool. Oh. Like, these are, well, I don't know about that one, but. Uh, what the? <laughs> I don't know why he's. I actually, I didn't, why I actually didn't look at the art. This is zipping this up the, the last I'm afraid to talk to these people. I, I mean, the guy's just holding his groin right there. <laughs> they should all be doing JoJo poses. These people that don't one know guy did. <laughs> Which guy? Down, down, down. Uh, oh yeah, right there. For this middle one. Yeah, middle there. one. I like the dog here. Yeah. Uh, although the problem is that these are going to cost like a fortune to get. And uh, no, the problem for me they, is they're going to be size small. Yeah, I was going to say they're not going to fit you. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought I thought it would be interesting. Well, I wouldn't mind having that handkerchief. <laughs> Pantaloons, <laughs> really? Pantaloons. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, Cardcaptor Sakura's new wand is ready for release. Which is a reference uh, get to the it. show. Yeah, I got it. I got what they did there. It actually looks pretty good. I mean, I, it, oh, yeah. it looks wish fragile they... as all hell. Like, that oh, yeah. does not look like it's going to... This looks like a um, a cup lid at like Burger King. <laughs> a bedazzled there cup lid. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you have anything you want to say about this? Oh. Looks interesting. I kind of wish that how they stylized the background. This, like yeah, the I was rose say, petals this, and stuff. Like, is that part really of the cool. wand? Well, this looks really cool, but I, I kind of yeah. feel like um, it's all the photography that makes it look good. <laughs> like, yeah. if you actually saw it, it's like, oh, it's just a hunk of plastic, you know? <laughs> but I don't know. They might well. use metal for this. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So, next, uh, Card Captor Sucker merch line adds Bejeweled Ring. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Okay, I get, I get it. Yeah. Uh, not really my. I mean, I wouldn't buy it for anybody. Uh, first of all, I hate this like wrap around design. That that, that just drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, yeah, like I, I have skinny fingers and turn to fat fingers. You'll appreciate it. Well, I'm just saying, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to wear personally a ring that does that because I would constantly be spinning it. <laughs> you know. Um. But I don't know. It's like. It, just this is another one of those things where it's like, yes, it's kind of the design, but does it matter? You know, uh, it's kind of like the the lagon and dragon thing. Uh, so what's here? Retro Sega controllers come back with Bluetooth compatibility. Interesting. Ooh. 
they got such a great photo of uh oh because this is the original yep. and then they've got and then they've got the usb one oh, okay okay i was gonna say these things are these things are so beat up <laughs> okay that's cool i miss i miss playing my sega genesis i wish i knew where it was sure i've got it somewhere maybe went so far to do dreamcast on bluetooth yeah uh, and then this is the Sega Cafe. You you added this to the. So, so when is this show? A... When is this show uh, getting a DVD release over here? So I can. I don't kind know. Of I mean, the guy, one of the people who runs Steam, funded like another episode or something for it. Wow, it seems like it was one of it's. It's kind of weird. It's like uh, Food Wars. I felt like I was seeing it everywhere, and it took freaking forever for that to get a DVD release. And then, and then uh, Sentai went crazy with those premium editions and ruined it for me. Um, if I had to take a guess, we're almost at that two and a half year mark now for it to no, get released. I, I think I I I looked it up several times, and I finally saw something that seemed like it was actually happening. Finally. But it just feels like it's been taking way too long. Anyway, I, I, I'm trying really hard not to get spoilers for certain things. You know what I mean? There are certain shows where I'm trying not to get spoiled, but I know that everybody's talking about it constantly. Uh, we're, we're not showing any spoilers. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, um, There are certain shows that, I, that I'm waiting for them to come out because I feel like at any moment it could get spoiled. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you wanted to talk about this. Holy Diver Holy game Diver. finally gets English release on uh, NES twenty nine years later, and you were making a point that this is not JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Right. Uh, this this game apparently was uh, was when they released it. It was in English and was planned to be brought over here, but according to X, Y, and Z, it was delayed or just didn't even come over here. So now seeing this instead of getting a repro cart looks pretty amazing. I mean, I think I yeah. see a gold-plated cart back there. Yeah. But it looks black on the thing here. So holy... Yeah, so you were just referencing because there's like... Is there a stand or an ability called Holy Diver in... Uh, well, in in uh, part six, I ref I'm pointing this out because it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got that. I'm just saying about about JoJo. This is Holy, uh, holy Diver. Holy Diver. Yeah, whole, reference well, to. Dio sings it okay. as well, so... Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, the Junji Ito fingernails. I saw the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, if the... you want to be in, no, if you want to feel in the spirit of the show, you can start collecting nails. Uh, I don't know what else you do with them besides just collect nails, put them in a corner somewhere. Want to see my fancy nail collection? Mm. This is the only design one that I think is actually interesting. The rest of these are like kind of lame. Yeah. Anyway, well, this gets popular. Watch Detroit Middle City get some. <laughs> Oh, got you indeed right here. Uh, okay, moving on. Yeah, so Bandai Visual pulls the Idolish 7 character fragrance line after alleged breach of contract. I didn't have a chance to read this. Um, do you, can you give me a rundown of what actually happened uh, with the breach of contract? Let's see. I think something 
It's been a while. Let's see. Uh, I'll just read it. According to uh, Masamea, Bandai Visual had already signed a contract with uh, Prime Maniacs for the latter to exclusively develop, produce, and offer a line of character fragrances. Okay, so... However, due to scheduling difficulties, both parties decided to cancel production. Later, Moss claim Bandai pencil seen below through its eyelash. Ah, okay. So, yeah, basically they had a contract. Contract didn't fully get removed, and then uh, and then they, yeah, okay. So, obvious stuff. Moving on. Um, so. I don't know why I shared this, but I, I guess I shared it because, first of all, this is bizarre. Like, sometimes this is one of those things where you're just like, what is going on in Japan right now? <laughs> you know? Um, and then I shared this because of the images down here of, uh, of for some reason, Aaron is a bee and Levi is in a bear suit and Armin is this penguin. And, and I couldn't even tell what was going on with uh, Mikasa until I saw, oh, she's got wings, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's going on here. This is very bizarre, so... I don't know. I feel like uh, let's be real. They're only going to sell this one. Maybe Which this one? one. The bear one. one. I mean, because it's Levi anyway. I mean, who are they marketing this towards? This Like, do guys buy these very often? Yeah. I mean, no, they don't. <laughs> Uh, I think that I think that this one is going to be they're going to they're going to have a warehouses filled with these and they're going to just have these all out of stock. Um, and then that. You, <laughs> you shared this one. Yes. Get paralyzed by Jing by Gengar's lick attack with official Pokemon scarf. And continues down. You get like some awesome pictures of Gengar. That poor Clefa- Clefairy right notice, there. Did you notice this one? His eyes are closed and this one his eyes yep. are open. So, huh. where's the Clefairy? Uh, oh, last row. There you go. Yeah. Cool. So you shared that. I'm sharing this. Nap safe with Gundam carrier cushions. <laughs> Darn it! I should have been catching up with that. I know because you you decided one one podcast. You're like, I'm not gonna look at Crunchyroll uh, news anymore, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and then uh, I've been finding all this great well, stuff. Well, their their news wouldn't be so bad if they would do like a a calendar layout instead of a list details oh, yeah. layout. I do the list details for both. Actually, <laughs> it's annoying, but I do it. I do it for you guys. Yeah, so uh, I just I just love that they keep making these like these Gundam plushies. I, pillows. You know what? I I just want to see a whole bedroom suit with Gundam. Yeah, like no, this. I I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being that bedroom <laughs> or having that bedroom. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being the one who made that that a reality. Uh, okay, and then we've got miscellaneous news. Um, miscellaneous. So- uh, we talked a bit about uh, Otaku Coin. Um, so they added Oculus Rift and Anime News Network bosses to the advisory uh, committee. Now, I I don't know why. Like, what merit? I, I'm, I'm going to say right now, if you've ever invested in an altcoin, uh, this one's not going to do very well. <laughs> because they're not bringing on people that seem like they would know what they're doing. They're bringing on... I don't... It, it sounds more like a like a promotional than really yeah I, currency well because it's about it's about uh, it's a cryptocurrency designed to help you support 
the anime industry and it just seems like a total uh uh scam so <laughs> so this yeah. just seems bizarre to me first of all why oculus rift and then i understand anime news network to a degree but it just seems like what's the merit behind it bringing them on to the advisory committee anyway uh so saw this this ufc fighter uh walked out to to uh, not not the One Punch Man theme song, but the One Punch Man. It's the the song, the the track titled One Punch Man, I guess. Um, and he he walked out to that song, and it was subtle, right? It was one of those things where only if you actually watched the anime do you realize what's going on. And he beat his opponent in like a punch and a half. So that's why I'm sharing this because it was pretty crazy. Uh, I'm gonna play this. Uh, I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to are see. Are you it. sure we should play this? I'm gonna play it. It's so okay. small. It's so small. Was it this one? No, I don't think this was even it. This wasn't well, even a bunch it. of chickens. This wasn't even it. It was this first video, I think. But I'm it, so it was surprised. Like for some reason, octagon fighting wasn't popular until. Yeah. Popular, but didn't finally get the recognition that it deserved until we almost graduated. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this part right here. This is the part of the clip that I saw at least. So it was like four or five punches, but it's it was it was pretty uh crazy to see like the guy like he came out like if you're gonna come out to the one punch man theme, uh or you know what I mean, like the uh, a song from One Punch Man is sort of put on that persona. You got to really back it up with your uh, <laughs> with your performance, and it seems like he was able to. So I thought that was interesting. Um, oh wow, that article that I had originally kept so far down got uh, got moved up really high because of all this other stuff. Anyway, um, preserving otaku culture. I just I saw this article. I thought it was interesting about uh, Tokusatsu. Um, which is the like Godzilla, you know, miniature effects and stuff. So there, I thought there were a lot of really cool. I remembered there being really cool images in here. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, just I just thought it was a it was a good article about regarding that stuff. Um, and Manga Entertainment UK. Uh, well, I'll just read that. This afternoon, Manga UK office will be closed for the memorial of our late friend, colleague, and CEO, Colin Lomax. So apparently, uh, Manga UK's CEO has died. And the Earthsea author, Ursula K. Lee Gwynn, passes away. So this is the author of the books series that... Um, Goro Miyazaki directed the uh, Tales from Earthsea for, which is funny because there was a series on sci-fi called Earthsea that at one time I thought, huh, it's got the same name. I wonder if it's related. And then I watched Tales from Earthsea. I'm like, no, there's no way this is related. This is so not even close. Turns out, no, it's based on the same book series. <laughs> uh, and I, I was, it's funny because I didn't even know that this person had died. And I was reading an article about how 
<laughs> when the sci-fi is like this person had a very sarcastic way of speaking. Like I've been, I've been uh, made aware that sci-fi has made a series that apparently is supposed to be based on my books. Like, like they're not even close. I don't know. This person's a major anti-capitalist. Uh, very weird philosophy. Going back to the you, to the manga entertainment, it, I hate to say this, but at least it was a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> instead of the company's owner, hence uh, Streamline Pictures, when the owner died, the whole company died. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes the CEO is the owner, but it. I don't know. They you can have multiple that. CEOs too. So, well, yeah, but I'm just. You, well, you have the CEO, the CFO, the yeah. I, I get what you're saying, um, but uh, but yeah, I'm just saying like sometimes the owner takes on the role of CEO, but uh, they would have said, you know, our late friend, colleague, owner. You know? <laughs> yeah, they they would have called them these things exactly. Anyway, so I'm gonna um, move on to. Uh, Apparently, a redditor has written a research paper to prove whether or not anime titties are aerodynamic. Really, so, you shared this one. I did. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got. I don't remember which one of these was safe enough to share. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, you can go through and and look at the all the data <laughs> on the aerodynamic nature of it. So that's up to you guys if you want to go through those links. Uh, now I'm sharing this not because I, I really don't care about this, but, um, just because this has had a major upset, uh, somebody wrote an article, they titled it Netflix's devil man Crybaby is a sexy attack on Titan. And I don't know why that's not sitting well with people. Um, if you want to check it out, uh, right here, this article, uh, this is the one I shared devil Devil May Cry Baby, Sexy Attack on Titan. I was in a live stream uh, on Mr. Nice Guy's channel. Uh, this link will take you to the moment where I come in, but it actually, there's like 37 minutes before that with Holden uh, Casanova, if you want to um, check that out. Uh, I, I gave my thoughts on Devil May Cry Baby. Spoiler alert, did not think it was worth, I didn't think it it earned the, the merit of what everybody's been saying, how great it is. Did it have violence? Not the way you want it to have violence. Did it have nudity? Uh, not the way you want it to have nudity. Did it have gore? Not the way you want it to have gore. How do you want it to have gore then? The way it was, the way they did it in the in the OVAs in the nineties. Not not the uh, ping pong uh, animation way. Um, so composer uh, Tetsuya Komuro retires from industry after adultery allegations. So I find this uh, interesting, to say the least, just because if this happened in the United States, uh, literally nothing would happen. <laughs> I think it's just I think it's just ridiculous that this is even an article. Um, I mean, I I I do think that there is I applaud the the culture of Japan uh, to have you know make this something where you know you you don't just get away with sort of infidelity. I, I think that relationships are very important and I, I actually really despise uh, Western culture's sort of um, destruction of, of the sanctity of families and marriage. But uh, I, I thought that was very interesting that, that this actually resulted in uh, retiring from the industry. And uh, just, I don't know, it's, it seems, 
it seems like uh, an interesting thing, the way that they worded it as adultery allegations, because retiring kind of turns these from allegations into fact, you know? So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Moving on. Uh, no anime films receive Oscar nominations. Aki, I'm going to let you give your word on this before I totally tear apart the reason that nobody should care about this. Because because <laughs> crusty old gray hairs rule the Oscars and the young don't have an opinion. I don't like I don't like award shows in general because you either have to bribe to get your way to the top or fuck your way to get to your top or <laughs> something. You have to get, get the work for Studio Gisley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or you have to do something that doesn't really recognize the merit of the work that you're work based on the work or the artistic view. All right. Well, I'm just going to say I'm sick and tired of hearing people get upset about this. Um, here's the thing. The Academy Awards, you know, the Oscars, the Grammys, all of these are not, never were, and never will be about the merit of work. These are about the self-aggrandizement of the people involved. Uh, it's all political. I've talked on this on this podcast before about award ceremonies where one of my dad's friends in the stunt business was set to receive this huge honor. Uh, he was the um, the stunt double for Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise's publicist stepped in and shut it down because he liked to. Uh, continue the perception that Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts, even though it's not true. Tom Cruise does most of his own stunts for the record. Like I'm not saying the guy doesn't do anything and that he's pulling the wool over your eyes, but I'm just saying that the publicist shut it down, even though this guy did some very dangerous stunts that uh, he was going to get an award for. So it's all politics. Uh, and the thing is that I'm sick of people caring what these people think about their favorite movies and shows. If you like something, you don't need the approval of the Academy Awards. You don't need that. Stop giving them that power over you. Okay? You don't need that. So going back, okay, look, if you want to complain, complain about the Crunchyroll Rewards. Okay? Because there's a place where where it should be a little bit more towards it. Now I'm going But there to, is a but if you go back, there is a ray of hope. Even though they list some stuff, and I question some stuff that they list because some of that's, I believe, finally getting released in the spring this year. So I don't see how they qualify, but mm -hmm. you read that last sentence below. Ghost in the Shell was shorthanded for visual effects. But did not receive a nomination? Yeah. Uh, they, they already won an award for color grading, though. Yeah. Didn't I, think they I totally it. misread that. Okay. Well, uh, well, just as they, they, they were shortlist for the visual effects category, but did not receive a nomination. They won an award already from a different thing for color grading, um, sort of a more technical award ceremony, but anyway, it doesn't matter again. It just does not matter. Same thing with this one. Rumiko Takahashi nominated for Eisner hall of fame. This is the third or fourth time. Yeah. Uh, nominated for nope. the fourth time has not gotten it. Stop giving them the power over you. These people's nope. opinions don't matter. 
I also, don't like Eisner, but I'm glad to hear that she keeps getting rec- at least recognized. I mean, might as well just give her the award already. Well, uh, same one here. Uh, I saw a person uh, share this article saying, oh, my God, Forbes gave a positive review to to uh, Record of Lodos Wars Blu-ray. It's like, okay, stop. First, it doesn't matter. Who gives a crap what Forbes thinks? First off, if I think Forbes, I'm thinking business. I'm not thinking media. So there's no point in it. I just realized I saved another article. Somebody else, and I, I'm I realize that I I'm the one who's caring too much about this. I just think it's so annoying. Um, somebody else shared an article recently. I, I was going to add it too from the Atlantic, titled uh, "Can Cowboy Bebop's Creator Make More People Take Anime Seriously?" Who cares about what the Atlantic has to say? Oh God, it's just so I don't want this. Oh, it's um, just someone trying to sell an article. So I'm gonna no, I'm gonna save at. save that for last. So Sonic the Hedgehog's uh, creator Yuji Naka joins Square Enix. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that Sonic is joining right, a new right. team, but I I'm interested to see where that goes. Even though I don't play video games anymore, um, one man's figure collection includes both life size Megumi Rem. Uh, so. There's just yeah. one thing that I'm just baffled by. If you have all these fig- yeah. Granted, it looks like a ragamuffin, but still. Yeah. Still, you have a cat with all these figs. That is impressive, but he is missing that, uh, what is it, uh, Louisiana Pikachu. Okay. You never heard of that one? No. As a random stunt for the whole uh, Pokemon Go craze, yeah, someone metal crafted a Pikachu statue and just left it in the park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Somehow it vanished and it was auctioned to upgrade the park, even though Hold it looks on. corroded. I'm pulling up an image for it. Yeah. There it is. Apparently it's in someone's backyard. Maybe the guy who put it there uh, stole it back so he could uh I don't know. <laughs> I feel I feel like everyone was in the know was in the know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, was how I, does something mysterious that size mysteriously disappears? Yeah. Uh, seriously, like I uh, Anyway, moving on. So this is kind of interesting. So Anime News Network. um, Apparently, ad revenue is not bringing in the the money it used to. And they're giving you an opportunity to buy a subscription that gets you uh, the ability to turn off ads, faster access, uh, access to community forum, customize your experience, more like-minded, blah, 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 all this crap. Anyway, um, I I kicked them a couple bucks because, quite frankly, I don't want to lose the uh, the ability to look up in the database of DVDs and stuff. I, I've actually been thinking about um, I've actually been thinking about setting up 
uh, a wiki a page for collectors so that like the way that anime news network they have their stuff is it's you know you go to the series for this for the show and then you look at the releases right i'd like to have something where when you get to like you could sort it by like um adv and instead of it being adv was involved in the production of these series it's adv released all these shows right and here's the actual release you know and then when you click on it i think it would be great because what wikia would let us do is it would let us do um it's kind of like Wikipedia, right? So you'd have user submitted information. So we'd have things like, um, uh, like, like for instance, awesome manga Dio. Uh, you would say like notes on, on the thing, like it comes with surround sound, but you know, all these things. And then it says notes. Uh, this edition does not include the awesome manga Dio mini movie to get that click here. And it'll take you to the, the links to the ones that actually contain that movie. Right. Because, for instance, the thin pack ADV release didn't have it, but you could have gotten it if you got the individual DVDs. So um, so just stuff like that. I thought I've been thinking about doing that, but it'd be it'd be one of those things where it would start really slow and build over time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what I'm going to do if Anime News Network uh, ends up shutting down for whatever reason, because uh, I use them almost every day and. Uh, I got to say having the faster access and what the faster access is, by the way, is that you're on the dedicated server of uh, where only the staff uh, and then now other subscribers can, can go um, because every once in a while anime news network gets overloaded and it, it gets so bogged down that you can't actually access it. Um, and we've actually been very lucky that we've been able to perform uh, every podcast so far without running into that problem. And now we should be, because I've uh, bought a subscription, should be able to avoid um, ever having that happen. So I, I'm very pleased with that. Anyway, uh, that is Wait, it. subscriptions. What's up? Subscriptions. What about our channel? Yeah. Get get us to 1,000, guys, because I, I need that to, uh, <laughs> uh, to not get out of the partner program. Um, oh, my God. You have a face. Tell us about that book. What? Tell them about the Facebook group. Facebook group? Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm just trying to get the... Now that we're done screen sharing, I want to try to get the chat back popped in. Um, yeah, so we've also got the Facebook group. Um, check the description. Uh, the Facebook group is really... Um, is really getting up there in... in like it, It's... I'm very happy that we created this because it's the the community interaction has been pretty stellar. Um, and uh, gosh, like um, we, we talked in the past about how Best Buy um, put up the uh, those pre-orders that were like three bucks or two bucks, right? Um, and, and then we had the problem where they decided not to honor that and they just canceled the resorter. But we've had a bunch of Amazon stuff. Like I think in the last podcast, I mentioned that uh, Amazon had listed um, the Berserk. Uh, no, I guess it was probably after the last podcast when this happened. Anyway, Amazon listed Berserk and Cabinera of the Iron Fortresses limited editions at the same price as the standard editions. Uh, so if you are part of the group, you got that notification when I when I let everybody know that that was happening. And then they promptly later 
changed the price back to what it was, to what it was supposed to be. And then uh, later, even after that, if you missed that, I was able to share it again because they actually uh, switched it back again to that low price. So um, I'm just saying if, you, if you're a collector and you're serious about this stuff, it's really great to be a part of that group because we share these finds where you can find these, you know, really good deals and we, we put them in the group and it, it's good for everybody. So in fact, one of the, the two pickups I would have gone over if I was just going off the top of my head were Berserk and Combinator of the Iron Fortress because I remember specifically uh, picking those up. Anyway, so let's go over the chat real quick. Um, yeah, here we are, Studio Jizzly. That's where I left off. <laughs> uh, no Ghibli museums. And then people are saying, <laughs> yeah, people are saying I've got a very infectious laugh over the whole Jizzly uh, thing. <laughs> Um, can't wait for it to be advertised as a heartwarming film from the creators of Black Lagoon. What are you talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about there? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, there's a train track. Yeah, which always. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, I work nights, so it's not a big deal. But uh, I mean, I'd be used to the to the stuff happening during the daytime when I would sleep usually. Um, the spinoff not a sequel yeah people are uh not interested in paying fifteen hundred dollars for a statue i am not surprised um uh reese says that that thing said one meter tall so it's probably three feet okay um okay Mazinger. um ah yeah i read that as metal for some reason because of the uh katakana um okay yeah so one meter that makes sense and genshin says they're not fond of the chibi aesthetic this is what i was talking about the funko pops oh, super that mecha, oh. uh, yeah that mecha guy says uh nendroids are better than funko pops i will agree the nendroid design is a better Still wouldn't buy them though. That has <laughs> more points of articulation. Well, I don't care about the points of art. I actually prefer them to have zero points of articulation. I like figures that are in a pose that are designed to be in that pose and don't move. You know, and then you can you can sort of enjoy them from the different angles. I prefer it that way personally. Judas. Uh, let's see. Someday, someday I'll go over the figures that I do have, um, and you'll understand why I like them that way. Because I've got some really awesome ones that are still boxed up. Because <laughs> um, once I get to my permanent place where I'm going to live, although I, I'm going to be living in California with earthquakes, so I don't know if I'm going to want to put those <laughs> out uh, and about. Anyway, um, let's see. Five people are talking about their Everybody's gotten onto the topic of Funkos and Nendroids in the, in the chat. Speaking of shoes, I would love to buy a pair of the custom Air Force ones with AVA Unit 1 colors. Um, huh. Okay. Uh, is that... Did we... I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't know if he's talking about the specific one that we had talked about. This um, is mentioning that My My Miracle is from the director of Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm kind of angry at the creator of My My Miracle, seeing how we waited four years for a release. Then his new feature in this corner of the world 
barely gets a release over here. Gets a shortened version of the movie release, and we're waiting for an unedited version of it, or an unabridged version. <laughs> Going back to the card capture thing, which obviously release was reference to the show where she says release. Right, right. And she's, he says uh, saying anyone's wand is ready for release just sounds wrong. <laughs> Jizzly's wand. <laughs> we're not. This is going to get uh, non advertiser friendly. Right. This, this this right here is the reason why I need to get those thousand subscribers so that somebody at YouTube doesn't sit down and watch this. <laughs> this podcast to determine whether or not we're worthy of maintaining the <laughs> uh, let's see never was a fan of the sega controls uh i totally agree although um i'm just saying that the actual games uh were a lot of fun um i mean it's like super a mini NES, boomerang i think yeah i think the super NES is better um there's a stand called diver down okay so see that's yeah. what i was thinking of um yeah i suppose of not holy diver anyway okay Oh, it's supposed <laughs> to be 11 inches of Julian. Uh, let's see. Just read the last line. Remind me of the worst movie codes. Transformers. Uh, Attack on Titans. Dolls remind me of the Animorphs book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody please Photoshop the uh, the Animorphs um, covers to have Aaron's face on the, on any one of the ones that had to be. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Um, oh, okay. Aerodynamics had never been more interesting. Uh, no one wants to watch some Hollywood actors. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. It's so obnoxious. It's just like... Um, don't get me started again. Uh, hey, hate them, Spiegel. That was at 10.40. What time is it right now? Okay, it's only been 16 minutes. Um that's in the flaw of human nature. We have so much insecurities that we want to turn those. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get, I get why people do it. And I'm just saying, stop <laughs> just saying, stop. Um, so that mecha guy, the, uh, the commentary price shop is back. So go ahead and jump back on it. It should be there now. Um, in fact, I'm going to look it up right now just to check. So uh, we're going to do some local or some near future pre-orders. Uh, say that again. Are we going on Amazon slash right stuff? Yeah, no, he's right. The price went back up already. Yeah, so that's why it's worth it to be part of the part of the group. Um, we that wasn't in the uh, in the uh, the link dump. But do you want me to go to right stuff right now? Sure, sure. Even though I I was now I have to take the thing out of the dual window now it's all right i'll do it i'll do it guys share okay so um actually you know what let me not share yet and get it to make sure the adult stuff doesn't show up who's brad um, what who's brad that's me where do i go where to see yeah. how do i go to pre-orders oh you just click right over there yep right over there right over there ship by, shop by category you scroll uh, down and click on pre-orders on the front page. Oh, okay. Right stuff. Scroll down. <clears throat> uh, new releases. Hot pre-orders. See all. Okay. <clears throat> Hide it all. Okay, good. It's already it's already hidden. I don't have to worry about 
I don't have to worry about that guy at YouTube who gets assigned to make sure that I'm not showing porn here. Um, okay, so there's the premium. There's third set of Rene. I'm I'm done with send. Yeah, I, it's like because now I want to get this premium, but I it's gonna look like crap next to the other one because I'm not gonna have the premium for that. Wasn't what was that? Isn't there a hentai title that's titled Rene or something? Maybe. We Adam, the beginning. That is awesome. Today. That one just had a year to wait. Hold on. I'm going to switch this to uh, Blu-ray and DVD only. I'm, I don't want to go through all these Nendroids and have the chat explode with Nendroid talk. Oh, here's the Blu-ray for Ichi the Killer that I was talking about last okay, podcast. Blu-ray for Robot Carnival, which is jam-packed with more extra features this time around. Oh, here's that movie my wife had to walk out of because it was too loud and and my daughter was kicking in her womb way too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dragon Age weird. right there. Uh where's Dragon Age? Dragon Maid. Maid. Dragon Maid, I was gonna say. Maid is in Maid. I gotcha. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Um yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to seeing that and now I'm just like I'm done with with Funimation's like feminized uh f- oh, that's just one thing. word in that yeah. is one word in one screw no one i I'm sure that, it there's is. more I'm to sure it. It is. i'm still probably gonna watch it dubbed i'm just saying that uh like it's it's been tainted like my perception of it now i'm gonna be listening to everything with my ear to it like you know uh, i pre-ordered this actually um i heard somebody discussing that they were disappointed with the set because it specifically says part one on it, but it's supposed to hold part one and part two. Huh? But that's obnoxious. That's just right? awkward. You know, yeah. Why would? Why are you doing that, Funimation? Get better. Anyway, like well, um, how those caution flags look like nachos in the background. <laughs> they kind of do. Uh, anyway, so let's uh, let's get serious about. It. I'm so exhausted right now. I can barely read any of the stuff. So. Super lovers, everybody wants to see this. This the the art not final thing on there makes the faces on that look really bizarre. <laughs> Am I wrong? It looks like his mouth is like oh, it looks like a, a puppet. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, Koro what? Sensei Quest. I've been watching Ninja Nonsense right now, and I yeah. I like to tell myself that this is uh, the character from Ninja Nonsense. It's not a. Uh... No, Minamaru's. Uh, no, it's o- Osamaru. God. Osamaru. Osam. Oh, God! What is his name? Osamakaru or something like that. What is that guy's name? Yeah. Um, I know that one ninja's name is Sasuke. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, all of them are named Sasuke. No, no, no. It's just one ninja. It's just one one guy who's using the yeah. Um, ninja. I'm glad you're watching um, that. I really enjoyed it. Well, it's on, my, it's on my list of... 
Oh man, what is his name? Your bucket list. Well, no, I I have I on my anime planet. I put down all the things that I had started watching on Sakamaru. That's what his name is. Uh, um, yeah, there's an N in there that threw me off. Anyway, I, I, it's one of the shows that I started and I haven't finished. So I'm trying to get through. Like I've got like a hundred and ninety shows that I started and hadn't finished. So I'm trying to. And the common duh with the Kuro Sensei. It's a spinoff. I believe it's a spinoff of uh, Assassination Classroom. Yeah, that's what the character's from. Yeah, it looks like a. Uh, it looks like the Attack on Titan uh, high school or junior high or whatever. Like it looks like all the characters are young or something. But I haven't watched yeah. any of it, so I, I don't know. Um, moving on to the other Monster Hunter stories. Is this like from the game series? No, uh, based on the game, but this is. I found it fun when I was watching it. <sighs> Friendly reminder, in a minute we're going to be talking about Dokoida, and then you guys will all leave once we start talking about Project Blue Earth. Aka, finally, then we're back to uh, last time. Right. Good. Let's, Maybe uh, Monster Girls. No, let's do... Uh, let's talk about Dokoida. <laughs> oh boy, Dokoida. This one was a. Uh, I've had this. AC eventually got, got that. Yeah. Uh, for this, this one, I'm glad that that we did it. I love the sense of comedy, the sense of community, and just the different stuff that they went through for this series. Uh, the comedy was. It reminded not, me of Chobits. Yeah, it, it had. It was better than Chobits. Really? Better than Chobits, but it's not something Chobits. that you're going to meant... laugh off the couch. Oh, in terms of the comedy, yeah, it was funnier than Chobits. I don't know if I would say it was better than Chobits. Uh, it was, I, I wasn't I was saying, saying it's better that, than Chobits. Yeah, I'm just saying that the comedic... Uh, the animation style really reminded me of Chobits, but um, I don't know, just something about it. When I first started watching, it's like this really feels like Chobits, but it's it's not at all. Like the, obviously well, not. It was, but, it was made back in two thousand three. Yeah, it just everything looked like that back then. Um, I so like the diff- good. With uh, the main care main character guy, when he wears a shirt with, anytime he wears a shirt with Dakota's face on it. Yeah. Kind of similar to. Uh, I guess Laugh Jack from Dark uh, Darkwing Duck. The expression will change mm-hmm. along with the character. Right. You have that so, going. Oh, go for it. Good. Well, I was just going to say that um, what I liked about it is that they turned sort of the genre on its head a little bit. And what's really funny is that, um, and you guys have had two weeks to watch it. So don't give me crap for giving spoilers. Cause it's not really a spoiler, but um, what's funny is that it turns out that like all the villains in the show end up staying in the same apartment as him. <laughs> and that was such a, that was such a very humorous way of, of doing it where they, everybody ends up living in the same apartment. Um, my favorite episode was episode eight with where the, the character that he's like, that's like the alien girl that basically acts like his little sister is watching that soap opera where the, the brother, the, the stepbrother and sister uh, fall in love. And it's just like the whole episode. 
that whole thing was so funny how <laughs> how they just kept you know they do the anime thing with the uh, misunderstandings leading to more misunderstandings leading to more humorous misunderstandings and i just god i was busting a gut on that episode that was so funny i actually watched both of dokoida and project blue earth within like three days of the last podcast ending because um I didn't, I just, I didn't want to get behind when, cause I knew I was going to be in California and I wasn't sure when I was going to get here, uh, for work. So I, I had to get it done early. So I've it's actually been like at least the week and a half since I watched it and I don't really recall, uh, everything, but I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to pull it back up as Augie talks about it. I really enjoyed the characters aside from, um, Zuo, which by the way is vo- has the same English voice actor as Godai from Masonic Koku, which is very weird how some of the lines that he delivered was pretty much it felt like go like Godai was there. Then he yeah. gets all wacky with like let's 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 defend the town, let's attack attack XYZ. Mm-hmm. So I it kind of flipped me. I was I was pleasantly shocked hearing this. This come I, from him. I'll say this uh, regarding the characters: I was not expecting the S and M characters. <laughs> was not no, expecting that at all. <laughs> well, I don't see how how not it's in the ending, but it, the, yeah, the S and M character is kind of she's there. That's what she does. She might fuss, and that's it. There's I'm just saying that say. as an anime collector, I'd seen the cover for Dakota over and over and over and over and over again over the years, never picked it up and thought I, cause I, I always thought like there's this thing about him being in a diaper, you know, like that's like the, the outfit is that he has a diaper on. It's like that didn't really get addressed really in the actual show. I think it was in the yeah. trailer though. Maybe in the trailer. I'm glad it wasn't in the show. They probably mentioned it like, three times the whole series other than yeah. that he's there yeah but then it's like um the character with with like the actual like snm whipping and all that stuff going on just was not expecting that at all that came really out of uh you know out of left field so that was bizarre <laughs> then you get like other characters like Tempopo, who's the little sister in this sister, apartment yeah. complex you have a surprisingly uh, Dr. Mammonflower. Mm-hmm. Marinflower. He turns out he he first shows up as the monster of the week kind of kind of professor. Then as the show later on progresses, he turns out to be one serious character and even a parody character of a certain uh, captain out there. Yeah, um, and by the way, Tom Popo is Japanese for dandelion. There was also Edelweiss. Hey, uh, I really liked Edelweiss. Yeah. She was a little weird, but it was really funny in the episode, like I said, with the with the uh, the little sister complex thing. That was, yeah, God, that was so funny. Yeah, for, for her. Every, so you have the S&M character who's trying to dress down, so she's wearing Lolita. It's Lolita. it's funny because she's yeah, trying to yeah. seduce him and she's literally putting on more clothes to seduce him in that scene. You got that, and then you have 
uh, Edelweiss or Ruri. Yeah, Ruri. What she did was dress up into a junior high, <laughs> junior high uh, uniform. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, what I liked about Edelweiss is they take the Sundre. Yeah. Sundre girl aspect. And instead of it being just this one dimensional, you felt like you're watching a person kind of grow. Yeah. Grow sure. as the episode progresses. Yeah. Um, then you have the, I guess the Edith of the show with her hero name being Neuroid girl as a, a soccer. I, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see those two get, go on a real, just them two date. Mm-hmm. It has the elements there, but they never went anywhere with it. Yeah, she was really dense. Like, really dense. <laughs> All her motivation is to enjoy herself and drink. Yeah. Oh. Uh, then you have the moles, the mole space police chief. The oh, whole yeah. Point. I totally forgot about that guy. Man, he's a pretty important character with his assistant, who's She's there to be an assistant, but she plays her, she has her duties and does them well. So the whole point of this show is uh, Tempopo, who's sponsored by a toy company, finds Suzuo and makes him into Dakota, the diaper robot hero that's savior and friends to all children. And you have a rival company with Neuroloid Girl, who's quote-unquote guardian animal is a bunny that I was uh, I was expecting more screen time from him, but he barely yeah, showed guy, up. I kept forgetting he was even in the show, and then he's like, oh yeah, that guy's here. Yeah. By the way, I just so, want to address I want to address some comments in the chat real quick. First yes. of all, Danny pointed out that the thing I was thinking of was called Ray Ray, not Renee. Ah. That's the adult title. Uh, also, um, Reese said it looks like uh, the My Hero Academia is not going to hold both parts. It doesn't say that it does in the in the like the info on it. Uh, so it'll be like season one's limited edition. Um, and he didn't watch. Uh, he didn't watch um, uh, either of the things. But he says he will stream my love story. But. Reese, I know you're just doing that because that other anime group is also doing my love story. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) they copied us. We did it for, well, we planned it. We planned it like months ago, but um, yeah, anyway, sorry. Go back to, ow, go back to. uh, So you have the two heroes trying to stop the bad guys. The bad guys are brought in from the the interstellar police department Uh to assist in this operation for reduced te- for reduced uh, prison sentences. Yeah. And that's pretty much the gist of it, but they all as AC said, they all live in the same apartment complex or I guess Which technically turns a out to be a spaceship. Turns, yeah. Turns out <laughs> to be a spaceship. They they cannot reveal they are not to reveal themselves, but if the bad guy was able to reveal the person, they would get all their prison sense just abolished. It will just go away. Uh-huh. Um, 
then pretty much wacky hijinks and everyone can't predict who they are. We almost had one episode that was kind of a wacky racers reference. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's funny because I realized half uh, halfway through the first episode that I was there were two separate shows that I had seen all over and over again throughout the years. It was Dokoida, like I had seen them for sale and whatnot, and Android Kikiter that I was forgetting weren't actually the same show. Um, yeah, Ooh. so that, very different uh, premise, I'm sure. Oh yeah, very very different tone. This the tone throughout this is lighthearted and comedic. Uh, Android Kikiter is almost techno war at some yeah, points. Yeah, serious, yeah. Uh, anyway, what about? Uh, Project Blue Earth, because I'm... Well, well, two more questions for it. Okay, good. Would, um, my two cents on the pace for Dracoida. Mm-hmm. The show isn't... It watches itself territory, but it's close enough to it. I found it rather enjoyable. There's some extras in there, like the concert, which is just a concert, and for some weird reason, I thought it was just an interesting, quirky watch. They did an extra where they took two cosplayers and just inserted them into like two different scenes from the show. Okay. Uh, did you see the, I did you see, I didn't watch them. Okay. And watching them like animate the ending thing, Mm -hmm. the whole process, granted it's like one episode's 10 minutes, the other episode's five minutes, but it was interesting to go through that. Um, I would recommend it. If you see it, see it, grab it. Uh, what's your two well, cents on it? I will say that, um, like you, you referred to shows as like, they watch themselves. I refer to shows as it's mediocre. Like, like I'm well, not, hold on. Well, I got I'm, the, not, what? I'm not itching to turn it off. You know, like I just, like I, there are some shows where I watch them and I just want to die because I'm so bored. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's like a baseline where, like the show is uh, like, uh, it's not killing me, but I'm not really enjoying it. That's where I usually am. This was above that. So it was better, you know? So you usually go to, it doesn't, you know, it's not watching itself. It's just slightly below that. I'm just saying it's slightly above uh, being mediocre, you know? So I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was, um, I thought it was better than I was expecting it to be. And I I laughed a few times out loud, which even for a comedy anime, that doesn't usually happen. Not that stuff's not funny. It's just that to actually get me to, to be like, Oh God, that was hilarious. You know, like I, that was such a clever joke. Uh, It doesn't happen that, that often anymore. So um, I got though. It'll watch itself from you though. So yeah, but I'm just saying last comment. Yeah, go ahead. Last comment on the show. There was one episode with Dr. Marinflower. His assistant gets a dream, which is very similar to the Electric Cheap episode from uh, My Dear Marie. Or that's what I thought. Yeah, I kind of thought of um, what we had watched recently. um, Seraphim call a little bit for some reason. It reminded me of one of those episodes. Mm. Anyway. Shall we move on to Project Blue Earth SOS? Yes, Project Blue Earth. If I fall asleep, SOS. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to message me on Facebook over and over again so that my phone will buzz. 
and, and all that stuff so I can wake up and turn off the podcast, all right? Because okay. this show um, was boring. <laughs> this show, I can see a lot of people saying boring, but if you are into the hard science sciences, or in this case, the hard science fiction, or the first show like Johnny Quest or Thunderbirds or Go, Mm-hmm. Or if you can sit there and just rewatch Super Argentine, how about show this? For you. If if you were annoyed by the French accent voice in the English dub of Nadia, Secret of the Blue Water, this show is going to teach you that it's not the French accent accent that was awful. It's just the annoying character, <laughs> because there's a character in this that's very similar to that guy, and he is so annoying, and his voice isn't really bad but it's just a really annoying character uh, that was billy as on billy talking. yeah and then the other character had a had a name penny. that was like penny yeah it was like a, a sort of a girly name um you name a character penny and no inspector gadget what's wrong yeah, with the world uh, that's exactly what i was thinking that um, like the only time i re- i mean it's short for penelope but it, i actually who knows it may be chinese I tried to name my daughter Chloe Penelope in the last name um, so that I could refer to her as Chloe or Penny. But my wife, she put her foot down. <laughs> she didn't want that. <laughs> we went a different name. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I don't know how we got on that uh, on that tangent. I'm very tired right now. I've been up since five. Um, anyway, are, let's get through Project Blue <laughs> These are very English names. Uh, like the dog's name is... Washington. It, it seems, yeah, it seemed to have been uh, meant to take place, obviously, in a Western culture. Oh, yeah. And then you have the pilot, the ace pilot James and Lieutenant okay. Clayton. Oh, my God. I was Clayton convinced. Made the show. I was convinced in the first episode or, or so, maybe the second episode, that those two were going to turn out to be the kids grown up from the future. <laughs> And I was, that was the only thing that kept me invested in the show <laughs> because I wanted to see, there was no reason to believe that, but I That's, wanted it to be true. <laughs> and I thought it I'm, was going to happen. I'm familiar with the Clayton character cause he's just like a uh, daddy wars from uh, Astro to me, daddy wars from Astro boy. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, uh, the other guy, what was his name? The, the, the white haired guy, James, he was, uh, that guy from Johnny quest, <laughs> Who also has Ray white Spain. hair? Yeah, that's who I felt like I was. I was watching. Okay. Um. This some of the going back to what AC was saying about the voice acting. The actors, I felt like they did the, what they could, but the script was a little. We want to talk in the active voice, but we're going to be preachy because we're science fiction. There were a little, there were a couple of lines where you're like, why didn't you just say this? Like there were a couple of weirdly worded lines, but I just, I think it was Billy's character that was, that was annoying. Like he was such a little punk, you know, like he won't pet the goddamn dog that saved him. And it was just, it was so stupid because it's like, it was a, it was a conflict of character you know, it was the fact that he was kind of a shitty person, you know, and, and it's like he wouldn't 
own up to the fact that he really wasn't as good as he thought he was. And it was like, it was pulling me into like knowing people who are like that, you know, and yeah. just being like, I just want to, I don't want to, I don't like to hang around people like this in real life. I don't want to sit here and watch somebody who's like this, you know, to me, Penny was more interesting. Exactly. Penny was, if the show had been about him alone, I could have really enjoyed it. He was a lot more practical. He was realistic about the scenario going on. And it seemed like, I mean, freaking Billy got a bunch of people killed in, an, in a dang uh, um, spaceship, Ooh. you know? Ooh. That was hard. <laughs> and then he was okay with it, like shortly after. And he's only okay with it. Because some guy just happened to say, you know what? My grandfather was so excited. He lived the last two seconds of his life happier than he's ever been. It's like just because that one guy happened to not be upset that his grandfather died is the only way Billy was able to come back to the story uh, without yeah. beating himself up constantly. Oh, yeah. Well, they could have written the dad in more. Yeah. Uh, old man, old man is bringing up a really good point. He says, uh, "I think both of those shows are aimed at fans of their particular subgenre, like fifty sci-fi and superhero yeah. Sentai shows." Yeah, for I sure. I totally agree. Both of both of these shows were uh, blind picks. Uh, I think. Well, maybe not Dakota as much from you, but the well, thing I'm the is, one that, them. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that they it was less of a blind pick. Yeah, I felt like you had a reason to want to go into Dokoid mm -hmm. more more than like it's it's accurate to say Project Blue Earth was a blind pick, but not maybe so much to say that Dokoido was. No, uh, let's but, get in, let's get into other aspects aside from the characters from this show. Well, I just I will say this is that I can pretty much guarantee that if any of you guys actually sat down and watched Project Blue Earth, that you only like nobody had actually sat down. Like everybody in our in our watching group probably already owned it, but had not seen it. <laughs> uh, and and at least we got you guys to watch it because <laughs> it just seems like one of those things that every collector has it, but nobody actually sits down and watches it. Um, to me, the art for the show was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, and it, the theme song even reminded me of uh, Danny saying animation quality on Project Blue Earth looked quite bad <laughs> oh. um, from the previews. Anyway, uh, the the intro uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, not not the animation of it, but the theme song style and. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a very specific style. Reminded me of that jazzy um, Bacano opening. Okay. So I, it gets you like, like, okay, I'm I'm ready to enjoy this. And like, oh god, it's a stupid sci-fi crap. <laughs> you know. We didn't we didn't talk about it too much, but as a point <laughs> reminder. Sorry, you, I just, uh, I just remembered uh, Legend of the Super Doll or the Ninja Doll or whatever. And how the effects in that were as good as the uh, the way they animated the, the okay. stuff in, in okay. Project. You're Blue not going to live this down, AC. Uh, Legend of the Super Doll, when he it's, was is the, the Akihabara one or whatever. Oh wait, oh that never mind. Legend, okay, no, scratch that, 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 scratch it. Super but, Ninja Doll or whatever that thing was called. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, you mentioned uh, Airboy. Airboy, yeah, or Steamboy, Steamboy, yeah. Steam Boy. I said, I said, um, this was off 
podcast. I said it's a combination of Bacano or Bacano and uh, and a couple other things like like maybe Steam Boy thrown in there because of the the you know the invention sort of aspect of it. So what about it? Uh, in episode one, when we, when the, when the camera's first introducing the world to it, uh-huh. I got the same feel as from Steam Boy, but after that, it kind of started being its own self. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, when I told you that, I had only watched the first uh, episode, by the way. Okay. When I, when I was giving you that breakdown of what it was like. Um, other than that, I don't. The pace is, uh, if, if you like reading a novel. Okay, here's one thing I will say about the show. It is very much animated in a way that it feels like it's tributing H.G. Wells' um, War of the Worlds, the original movie. The one where they did that scene where... Um, like there's actual, it looks like some of the scenery where they decided to place some, some of the scenes is taken straight out of that first rendition of it in the movie, specifically the scene where there's a scene in that, where they have a, um, uh, like an army general get blasted by a laser from off screen and it vaporizes him. And they actually hand painted, uh, an animated sequence of him getting vaporized. Right. And, right. and I'm, I mean, like the effects are just like a hollow tube with like a, woo, like kind of like rings shooting through it, you know, kind of effect. It's just, it's very cheesy sci-fi looking and they drew it that way on purpose, you know? So oh, yeah. that there's an aesthetic there. If you really like the old war of the world, you will probably enjoy watching it just for the fact that there's so much they could have easily done see because what they did is they set the timeline sort of feel in like let's say the 50s or so uh and they also set the animation of like the spaceships and the effects of the lasers and stuff they animated them to look like movies that would have also been made in the 50s you know so as it was an interesting approach I'll say, um, I'll, I, I will say that, if nothing else, about Project Blue Earth SOS. One nitpick I have about it, it's not really the Penny character, it's the Penny love interest, kind of like with uh-huh. with uh, Lala from Gundam. It reminded Gundam. me of, um, for some reason, um, Submarine Blue Submarine Number 6, a little bit. From how I was seeing it, she came... She was at least properly introduced and it didn't feel totally out of nowhere. But then with the ending of it, it kind of nothing really technically unresolved. nothing really gets solved. It just yeah. ends it open. It, it was an unresolved ending. Um and also uh before I forget, one thing that it was kind of interesting to see is that the DVDs have trailers for the ADV release of Gurnlogan that never got made, never got released because uh, ADV went out of business shortly after um, the time frame when this got released. So that was interesting because uh, ADV actually had um, a whole, they had actually cast all the characters and they used different actors than Bandai did. Um, but the unfortunately, the trailer 
ADV does the trailer where they, they it's kind of like they do like that power thirst. I don't know if you guys remember the power thirst uh, YouTube video. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know that yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, 10,000 Kenyans or however it goes. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they did that kind of style of trailer where they just, do, they, they have a narrator sort of going over it instead of actually hearing the voices. But uh, originally they had cast Kamina as the voice of Nabashin from Excel Saga. So I, I'm, I'm bummed that I never got to hear that. <laughs> I'll just say that. I wish I could have heard that dub. Um, anyway, I don't have anything else to say about Project Blue Earth. I don't know about you. I'm so ready for bed. I have uh, to get up and I have to get up in six hours. <laughs> well, there's this one character name. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of breasts. Oh, Brees, Doctor Brees. When they first, when they first mentioned Doctor Brees, I thought they were saying, "Wait, Doctor Briefs is in this from Dragon Ball?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, the James and Clayton characters, I thought were very fun. Like I mentioned before, the Clayton character, he's the type that will get into the more dangerous trouble, mm-hmm. trouble and peril, but will, but you try to, there's a risk involved with him doing something. Yeah. Then you have the it, James it character. very much did come across as an old Johnny Quest cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very much did. Then the James character, uh, have you seen Gal Gygar? He kind of reminds me of Pizza or Jay. I don't uh, remember characters from Gal Gygar. He is one of those. Just he's a, he is your. He is uh, one of those daring ace pilots, but okay. not so much Red Baron Pizza guy, but I guess like Area 88. Yeah, that one guy, the 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 fatter guy. Which okay, it's Clayton, and then the fatter Clayton. guy, right? Oh, okay, so fatter Clayton. guy is Clayton. Okay, so what's the other guy's name? James. Okay, yeah, say, yeah. Say his right. name. Say his name. James. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Clayton. Um, that guy had a pretty. Uh, that was probably the most like of all the parts of the series. That was the most like um, perilous. You know, like his little thing on top of them like opening up the missile silo and everything oh yeah like that was the most like he there was a lot there's a lot at stake there <laughs> i'll say compared to everybody else and then god they kept doing this thing the whole show is like oh no that person's dead oh no they're okay oh no they died oh no they're fine <laughs> you know like that that happened I'll over say. and over again yeah. and, and then freaking um Penny's mom gets killed, and it's just like, yeah, get over it, kid. <laughs> you know. Well, te- technically, she was already dead. The clone died, but yeah. It's... Anyway, I'm I'm done talking about. I'm really gonna get to bed. So uh, let's. Yeah, uh... One last thing with Clayton, kind of reminds me of a blend of uh, Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force and the postal worker <laughs> from uh, Cheers. Okay. Okay. I'll... <laughs> He reminded me of a character I felt like I would see in um, Detective Conan, personally. Okay. But anyway, um, so I got to wrap things up, guys. I really got to get some sleep because I got to get up really early tomorrow. So um, next podcast is going to be our Valentine's Day podcast, although it's not going to fall on Valentine's Day exactly. Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. 
He's you're, going to be. Now as you're hate. saying that, uh, Satan, I I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot it was you until much later. I I just I didn't see whatever whatever triggered you to uh, to it, remove the. I misread it as aggression. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, um, oh, no oh. hard feelings, Satan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I gotta get to bed. So the next podcast yeah. is gonna be on February eighth. Um, I will make it a point. I will be back in California. It'll be I'll I'll even I'll even get back on that night schedule so that I'm a little bit more like ready for this. Um, Augie, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you go to work all day and then come back oh. and and do the podcast. <laughs> oh, today's today's been weird. I only got two hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes somehow I'm awake. Yeah, sometimes you weirdly that yeah it makes you because uh, you catch your second wind, you know, and then you're like now you're not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. You're going to stay up and watch anime. Um, but uh, yeah, so the next the next podcast is going to be on the eighth. We're going to be watching um, my love story, uh, and I've got the links in the description if you want to get them on Amazon. Again, as as a collector, I fully expect you to find the best price. Just saying. Uh, I think Augie had had looked and found that that was the best price recently. And if you use the links that we put in the description for the DVD, the Blu-ray, or the premium set, whichever one you prefer, um, it will kick a few bucks back our way because uh, uh, it's an affiliate link. So anyway, appreciate that. Uh, definitely, um, I'll be I'll be pushing for this a lot harder uh, in the next podcast because it'll be it'll be worth actually sharing. But Wait, before we go, please like, subscribe, and yeah. join our Facebook. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Um, is that, uh, yeah, we need, we really need to get to um, that thousand subscribers before February 20th. So we've got, let's see, uh, basically one, two, three, four, five, six, 26 days left. Um, and we need 85 uh, more subscribers as of right now. So, um, like I said, though, next next podcast is going to be a much more shareable one. Like this one is like, where the heck am I? I'm not in my, my office with all the uh, anime behind me. It's like I'm not here really, you know, awake. You have, so. And we got to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about Project Blue Earth, which is um, making me just feel like I'm going to die because how tired I am. So anyway, um, <laughs> the Reese is saying sorry, Satan. In the <laughs> We should have. We should rename this podcast Studio Gisley. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll see you guys on the eighth. Uh, any anything you want to say, Augie? Um, brush your teeth, say your prayers, and party all night long. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>